Hello. Hi. Welcome once again, very, very shortly after the previous one, which is very rare. Probably too shortly, to... actually. I'm still... I'm still Honest, re- do, you think that, do you think that we should have waited? Well, I'm, I'm still recovering from the last one, you know? It was a bit of a blinder of a podcast, wasn't it? It, it, was, it was a butte. It was... It was, it, it was like you know when, you know when you have an orgasm. No. But <laughs> can you give me some? Yes, frame you do. Of, can can you give me some frame of reference? Okay, you know that, that thing that you do. You know that thing you do when you're looking at like porn and you and you tug on your cock and then stuff comes out. Uh yeah. Oh, is that you what? Is that what sometimes they, is that what they call it? Can I just look? Look. You're stepping all over my metaphor I'm, I'm, because I'm you're really pretending sorry. you don't know what okay. coming is. I'm, and I'm, 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 I'm take... honestly not in the mood. Okay, that that's fair. Do you know what? I'm not in the mood for coming either. Um, let's take, <laughs> give, just give that a backseat and we should... Can I please do my metaphor? Please, please. Please, please do. Please do. Okay, like, okay. Right. What it was, was after a long time what? of that last... Without without doing a podcast, yeah? Yeah. We'd been blue balling it. We'd be yeah. edging. Because yeah. we haven't been able to spunk up a load of opinions into our listeners' faces. <laughs> um, and as a result, the subsequent climax, while obviously pleasurable, mm. was almost like a matter of duty. Yeah. Like, you can't fully enjoy it if it's if it's work, do you know what I mean? That's it, you've just got to... You've just like, got to we got it. to the point of this, these bollocks, these metaphorical radio bollocks, podcast bollocks, they need emptying. <laughs> out, yep. out, right? Uh-huh. And that pod, so that podcast, that last podcast, what it represents is the sort of backed up, kind of gross, viscous cum yep. that comes from, uh, that was the result of not cleaning out the pipes for a long time, basically. Uh, I hope we haven't just lost all our listeners immediately. We didn't. We didn't really have any in the first place. Do you know what? So like, that, that the, one was that one was the business. All the, all the podcast. The next one is this is the pleasure podcast. See, yeah, this is a but all, all the people who say that they listen to it, they don't actually listen to it. They just they just want yeah. to keep us on the side. So they say, oh, well, that See, was a great pod. I was like, what? What your, I don't. What was your favourite bit of the pod then? And they go, um, the bit where you gave opinions on stuff. I was like, oh yeah, yeah, makes sense. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that follows up. See what what I what I'd like to know is for the interest of being inclusive. Yes. Because I've never been in a situation where a woman has had an orgasm. <laughs> um, I'd like to know <laughs> if there's an equivalent, like, sort of because you can't really. I mean, you could call it cleaning the pipes, obviously. Yeah. But, yeah. I want to know if there is an equivalent kind of business wank. <laughs> a just kind of obligate like this. If this doesn't like this has to happen now, and it's not good. And you know, it's mostly a matter of um, <laughs> a matter of obligation. Really, it's a matter of like you know business. Sure. Yeah, okay. I need to, I'd like to know that. So, if anyone would like to write to us, Ken and Stu Show at Gmail dot com. Yeah, please, please do write in and tell us tell uh, us what please the do equivalent experiences. You know, yeah, don't mistake this for some kind of lascivious fishing for wanking stories from women. Yeah, even though we don't, we don't want to, that is what it is. This is it. We don't want to see you doing it or anything. You know, we're we're, we're, no. we're not here to take any pleasure out of this. It's purely for for scientific. You know, understanding. it's just that of, it's a, it's a curiosity thing because it would help, I think it would help bridge the gap between our sexes <laughs> a bit um, if we both if we were both in it the so same we, thing because it's like when I found out that because of women lacking, you know, the prostate. Yeah. They can't take as much pleasure in having a big shit. Is that true? Yeah, apparently well, it seems... is. And 
Do you know what? I feel really uh, bad for them because it's like first the wage gap and now you can't even enjoy a poo. <laughs> you know, first plus the wage you gap know, and the, then a different gap. Yeah, yeah having yeah, the yeah, worst, yeah. having the worst out of basically every single fucking societal interaction ever. No, isn't there is that? But at least you can be like, well, at the end of the day, I can at least I can sit down and I can curl off a right. nice, long, Ma- relaxing massive, poo, massive dump. Yeah. No, yeah. Do, do you know what? That is definitely. I mean, you know, that disproves the the theory of God, basically. Um, if we, you know, I mean, we, we can now discount any known religion in the world because if, if, if you think that, you know, um, a deity designed us, he would have designed women to experience pleasure from that. That, that just seems wasteful. You know, basically, they yeah. shouldn't have the need to shit if they don't get any yeah. pleasure from it. You know? I, I, actually, I, I actually agree with that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, maybe, or, maybe there is some pleasure in it. I don't know. I don't know. Well, okay, if any women would like to yeah, write anyone... to us and explain the, the exp- what they how they feel about shitting. <laughs> Again, this is not sexual. <laughs> it's not for our gratification. We do need. It's to not for that. gratification. We, not, we just would like. Interested. I just would like to know. <laughs> I just would like to know deep. I would like to know with incredible curiosity what's going on back there. <laughs> Speaking of shit. This is the Ken and Stu show lockdown special number two. Yeah, uh, well, we never did introduce that. We never. Hi, we, I'm we Stu, never by the way. We, we, you know, if they're listening to this, they should know us by now, right? That we, that we, guy who was just talking was Ken. No, we have to do the intro. It's tradition. Okay. Well, I'm I'm Ken. Yeah, and you are. I'm Stu. Okay, okay. I'm, I'm glad glad we got out that way. No. Yeah, that's done. What that's we need to do, finished. we need to kick off this episode. We got a lot to talk about. Um, mm-hmm. But we need to kick off this episode with uh, a new regular feature of the show: um, films that open with arses. Now we 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 discussed this some some time ago. <laughs> I don't remember that, but I do like the idea of this. I can the thing is I can only think of two. <laughs> well, look, right, we're gonna do this week by week, right? We'll we'll have one. The next time we'll have the other okay. one, and then hopefully by the time we've got that out of the way and we come to the next one. We'll have thought of we'll more thought films, of but one. this, this, regardless of whether we think of any more, this is going to be a new regular yeah. feature of the show. Okay. Uh, so. Okay, you've just decided this slide. Like, this yourself, is a new you? regular feature, yeah, because we want to be inclusive. So films that open with okay. arses. Let's talk about Eyes Wide Shut, Stu. What is your favorite yeah, that's, bit of that the, film? That's the first one that came to my mind as well. Yeah. What's your favorite bit? Uh, of that my favorite. The arse at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mine too. Okay. Well, that's that's that, okay. that was well, that was films that open with arses. <laughs> Uh, we'll have another film that opens with an arse uh, next <laughs> ne- next episode. Next time. I hope I hope you enjoyed yeah. that as much as we did. Um, <laughs> if you want to give us feedback <laughs> on that particular, <laughs> segment, <laughs> if you're a woman and you would like to give us some specific feedback on that particular segment, you know, show at gmail dot com. Please don't be afraid to to write in. And obviously include all the if, other stuff that we asked you. If you're, a, if you're well. a man, if you're a man and you want to give us some feedback, don't bother. We don't care. No, no. It's it's really look. We we are um, spokesmen for the entire male, male populace, and we really don't need any other male opinions. You know. Yeah, we don't need your opinion. No, it's, that's absolutely right. Because that's absolutely we are, right. you know, in the context mm. of something we will discuss later, we are the two alpha titans of the the uh, entire gender, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And that that will make sense later. Yeah, yeah. We um we we got a le- we got an email by the way. Did we? Already? Yeah, we got an actual we got an email for real. Should we should we do it now? Yeah, yeah, by all means. Okay, 
It's from friend of the show, Shamu McDonald. Oh, Shamu. It's been a yeah, long time. Uh, yeah. Um, I'm going to slightly edit this down, okay? Okay. Is the reason that it is just fuck long? Shay, apologise that I'm editing out some of your gags. Here, I, okay? I I apologise that he's editing you out, Shay. I haven't I haven't read this myself. Yeah. Um. Okay. Right. Dear Ken and Stu, he did a joke there about forgetting what my name was. Oh. I, I, did, I removed it. Do you know what? Um. Well, it, it was funny in print, but it doesn't really travel. <laughs> you know, it doesn't really travel. Shouldn't anyway, that be for the listeners I'll, to decide, though, Stu? Um. No. Okay. I was delighted to find another episode of your excellent podcast, The Ken and Stu Show, in my playlist yesterday, and thought it was a pitch-perfect return. Even a year removed from your previous episode, and with an entirely different format to boot, your friendship and enthusiasm is, is as infectious as ever. Ah, that's that's very sweet. It's very difficult to make fun of that, so I'm just going to you know, give you a very sincere comment on that. that, that that's, no, that that's incredibly sweet. There's no joke at the end of this to undercut the sincerity. Yeah, thanks. Thank you. Thank yeah. you for that. Yeah, Cheers, thanks. Shay. I'm loath to keep harping on about Disney stuff, but couldn't resist writing in to pick up on something Ken said towards the end of the episode. Discussing oh, Jesus. The return he's to about to discussing ruin all the goodwill he's just given us, right? Discussing the return to legacy stuff in The Mandalorian. Uh, you said, and um, this is slightly mis- this is slightly paraphrased for necessary reasons, uh-huh. Disney is strangling the potential of this in order to keep coming back to what they think the fans will like, like they won't accept a variation of Star Wars without this legacy stuff. Yeah. I thought this was interesting because I feel like we've had an era of Star Wars that didn't nearly that didn't rely nearly so heavily on recognisable set dressing. Returning characters aside, the prequels had almost none of the imagery you'd associate with Star Wars, and I always appreciated that. It did a great job creating the impression that this was a different era for the galaxy. Of course, it was as well-received as you'd expect. <laughs> the prequels were obviously kind of bollocks, but there's some criticism from the fans that I think is just baffling. The one that always stuck out to me was a fairly high-profile bit of prequel criticism. Criticism, not criticism. Criticism. Okay. Saying, Queen Amidala doesn't look like she belongs in Star Wars because she remembers a geisha. <laughs> As if Star Wars never took anything from Japanese culture. So maybe, Dis- so maybe Disney are onto something. If you don't dangle a shiny Millennium Falcon keyring in front of the fans, they kick off and start harassing minorities on Twitter. Yeah. yeah. Of course, if you do, they just start harassing women instead. Maybe that says something about the Star Wars fandom. I don't know. <laughs> Cheers, lads. Hope you're both doing well. Shame Thanks for writing in, Shame That's a good email. Yeah, yeah, that's a good email. Do you know what? You raise. Sorry for removing your He raises an interesting point. Um. Yeah. Now, in terms of like you know him being him saying that it was something separate, you know, I'm talking about the the tie, the uh, the resistance to move away from what is established legacy stuff yeah. to keep people in their comfort zone. Of course, he's right in a certain sense that the prequels try to do something different, but it is like massive on the Jedi lore and the Sith lore. You know, it's lightsabers all over the fucking place, right? It's it's got the recognizable imagery, and it's got you know the uh, legacy characters. At least you, you know you've you've got that sort of comfort blanket of that stuff. Yeah. So I don't think it's actually yeah. that brave, but I do think he makes an interesting point about the about the fandom and so on. And you know it's it's funny because like the the thing that comes to mind with me, the one thing that always bugged me was how uh, poisonous they were about midi chlorians. Now yeah, this is an interesting like you mention midi chlorians to anybody and they will just like you know try to put you in a skip it make it always made sense to me because right from the very off um you know it's like the the force is particularly strong in luke's family right now why is it strong in his family if anybody can tie into it and the reason is that it's always been a bloodline thing (laughs) you know really yeah and i'm just like what's the what's the problem here you know 
but they will kick off, you know, about that. And I, well, I, they I, kick I, off about um, the Last Jedi exhibiting that force sensitive people still exist. So, yeah, yeah. Um, mm. So, which which way do you want it, Star Wars fans? You know. <laughs> Uh, they're just bitches. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't. I mean, I find it. I find it. I do this. I'm not going to get into it because we've argued about this. Oh yeah, before. sure, sure, sure. I'm not going to get into it because I, I, I do get where you're coming from. Mm. I do. I do still struggle with this criticism. I think because when you say about you know there's Jedi everywhere, there's lightsabers everywhere. I'm like, but that is Star Wars. I want to see lightsabers if I'm watching Star Wars. Man. Mm. Like, I, I, what, what, I don't know what you what it is exactly that. You're asking for. I mean, I know that it, you'd want some different locations we haven't seen before. Characters that don't have any connection to the current characters. That's fine, but then why would it need to be Star Wars at all? I guess is the question. Well, I, I guess the thing is that the the to me, you know, the 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 Jedi narrative, the sky the Skywalker saga, yeah, is is a particular through line in a, a literal galaxy of stories that you could have, right? Yeah, and, yeah. And, and the essential point is, when you do something like the Mandalorian, and set it in a time after uh, Return of the Jedi, uh, where the Jedi yeah. are effectively extinct, right? They yeah. didn't fucking return then, did right? they? Yeah. Right. Okay. But there's like two or three Jedi left, you know, in the galaxy. Yeah. You do something like the Mandalorian, and you still have to tie it back to the Jedi thing. You still have to tie, tie it back to Luke Skywalker. Yeah. And I'm going, that is yeah. that is restrictive. That's, that's yeah. Yeah, no, I don't disagree with that, I suppose. Yeah. Um, and that's that's my not, essential point. Not, I understand that yeah, no, you know, no. the Jedi thing is is a, a very key um, yeah. visual identifier, you know, of the Star Wars experience. But I, I don't think that it always has to be that, you know? Yeah, I, get, I, I do get you. I do get you. Mm. I'm just, uh, yeah, I, I, <laughs> I'm just, uh, fucking hell, man, Rise of Skywalker, sorry, finish me off with that shit, man, I just, oh, God, I think, I was thinking about the ending just now, I was thinking about Ray Skywalker, fuck off. Fuck off, yeah, Rise of Hi, Skywalker. Luke, I've brought, I've brought, I've buried you in this place you hated. Right. And never wanted to yeah, be, never, I've brought you back there because of nostalgia. Yeah, like, it's, Jay, it's meaningless as far as Leia goes, and yeah. Luke forever was trying to escape there so what uh what yeah. what gesture what kind of gesture is that i'd love to know who's responsible for that i don't know if i can straight up blame abrams for that uh daisy ridley um because she is a woman she is directly responsible uh, for that choice <laughs> and any other woman who like regardless of the, regardless of their status within the actual film any other woman is also responsible for that decision thank you i see people I say people. I see a few people always harping on. Is it Kathleen Kennedy? Kathleen Kennedy. Kathleen yeah, Kennedy. yeah, yeah. That's right. And it's just kind of like this shit could not be more transparent of a smokescreen for just wanting to have a go at women. Yeah, it's 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 the same as you like know, like I'm not I'm not a misogynist, but <laughs> yeah, think, okay, yeah, I know where this is going already. Yeah, you know. That's why it sucks so much that the Ghostbusters reboot was quite bad. Um, that does indeed suck that that film was not. I, I don't. I just I, wish. I don't want to say could... bad. It just wasn't great. And it, yeah, and it, it was, wasn't. It wasn't great. And it was. It, it, it was pretty poor. It but was, I liked it anyway. It was good, but it was not consistently good. You mm. know, we because we spoke about it. Remember, there was just like um, the introduction of Leslie Jones's character. 
and then yeah. suddenly you had like a solid half hour of like really good laughs. Quite good Ghostbusters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was, and well, yeah. I don't know if it was good Ghostbusters, but it was good comedy. Because you yeah. know, because we got into this the whole the whole separation of like they they don't actually care about the about what makes it Ghostbusters. They've just used that as a as a sort of platform for a comedy vehicle. Now you can do that, but when you compare it to the original, where they actually create like ghost mythology and stuff like that, it's a totally different. It's a separate experience. Yeah. So it's not it's not the same thing. But it was it was intermittently really really funny. And it's a real shame. It's a real shame that that uh, reboot didn't. It was better than Rise of Skywalker. It was like <laughs> the the separation between, and uh, in, in terms of quality, the separation between the Ghostbusters uh, twenty sixteen and the Rise of Skywalker is just um, a cavernous gulf. You, you cannot measure that in distance. There hasn't been a measure of distance that you yeah. know, actually... <laughs> There's no scale big enough no, that could possibly no. quantify it. Rise of I Skywalker. Like more like Rise of the Bio to the... you know. The more like I wish I would fucking die of Skywalker. <laughs> I just... More like I wish I he would not... actually go skywalking and then just plummet to his death. And then hold up a little sign that says uh-oh Oops. and then yep, fall. Yep, little little wily coyote. Yeah, like exactly. Yep. Yeah. Speak- I, I'm I'm still mad about that fucking movie, man. I'm, I'm never not going to be mad about that. I it's it's it it, it, it transcended like disappointing. It, well, it wasn't just a disappointing follow up to the Last Jedi. It was just a piece of shit. As I say, for me, right, that who, no one could possibly like who had any kind of measurable taste. Well, well this is it. Like for me, it it was an interesting experience. You know, like coming into the original trilogy late when they did the re release in the late nineties. And actually, yeah. you know, really liking Star Wars and then seeing the prequels and sort of falling out of love with Star Wars and typically <laughs> not giving much of a fuck about Star Wars. But enough of yeah. a fuck that I'm like, oh, I'll, I'll go and see this, you know. And, you know, unlimited card, you know, you, you go anyway. Yeah, and yeah. Um, and then coming out of Rise of Skywalker going, if I still gave a shit, I'd be really angry about that. For, yeah. for you, who only really began to like Star Wars with the Force Awakens, that must be a really strange, you know, uh, um, comparative experience. Well, I mean, I, I don't want to be <clears throat> edgy. I, I mean, I, I still like the Last Jedi the most. I will go back to that sometime soon because um, the more I th- the more I think about it, the more I think about what it was doing, the more impressed I am. Actually, yeah, I mean, but I did like the Force Awakens, as I've said on this podcast many times, but. With Rise of Skywalker, it was just uh, it. Here's the thing, it I okay, okay, okay. It wasn't incompetently written. It was carelessly written because they didn't give a shit. Yes, yes, and that was very and clear. And that 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 is very pointed. We've it's not we've made a mistake. It's not we've made this wrong. It's we don't care about this, and we've yeah. just thrown together any old shit because fuck you. You're gonna see it anyway. Yeah, and, it, and I, that's uh, that hurts. That like that that hurts, man. Yeah, when when you've ta- when you're taking something that doesn't belong to you, uh, well, I suppose it does legally belong to them. But <laughs> they took they, when they take a world that has defined storytelling and it has. A legacy attached to it, like the hashtag air quotes the Skywalker saga, whatever. Yeah. 
And then to turf that out as your payoff for nine films mm-hmm. that have come out since 1970, want to say seven? Yeah. Uh, 1970, um, uh, yeah, 77, that's right. Yeah. 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 If, if that's your payoff to all of that, if that's what you're saying, this is how this ends, mm-hmm. then... I can't believe that shit. I'm not affronted by it because I I do like Star Wars, but I don't worship Star Wars. Yeah, sure. I'm not affronted by it because I didn't expect better after the Last Jedi's reception. <laughs> yeah, I, I knew as soon as I saw that reception, I was like, ah, oh, the next one's going to be shit because they're not going <laughs> to go back on everything. Shock wars. It's gonna, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Ass wars. Just, um, just it was the best of times. It was the worst of. Wars, I don't know. Nice. Yeah, but um, no, it, it was just a hateful, yeah, piece of shit that doesn't deserve uh, regard, any kind of regard, really. In fact, honestly, we've talked about it too much. It doesn't deserve this. Kind I, think, of I think we have. I th- yeah, I think I think you're right. I think you're right. Mm. But I, I just I There's I, a, I don't mind dumb movies. I don't mind silly movies. I don't if they've got something to latch on to. But sure. like this was a follow up to an actual movie that mattered to me. Well, it it just if you hadn't if they hadn't thought to craft this new trilogy and use it as a cap off, you know, because like Return of the Jedi. Mm. Is actually a really satisfying cap off, but you've you've now like because of the adherence to legacy stuff, you've now tied it back into that. So it it so Return of the Jedi is actually not the ending to that saga. So you've now got yeah. to deliver a satisfying conclusion to a nine film arc, and yeah, there was just the lack of effort was staggering, um, and again it's just fan yeah. fan bait wank like. Get Palpatine back in, you know, and why? No, it doesn't matter. Well, they try you know? to, they try to be, they try to blame, like the the blame goes to like Ryan Johnson when they're like, oh yeah, he didn't leave us anything to do, and I'm like, what? Like, what do you? You've mean got Kylo Ren, like do? right. This there. is literally your thing, right? He did what you told him to do. Well, the- he, he didn't say that. He didn't go to Ryan Johnson. Hey, Ryan. Uh, just go and write whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. There's no way that happened. This is Disney. This is Star Wars. They did not just let him do what he wanted. It's absurd to suggest that they did. Mm. But this is what Star Wars fans are like. They'll just ignore what's obviously true, what's right in front of their faces, if it lets them pursue their shitty agenda. Yeah, yeah. Because they're fucking idiots. Yeah, like yeah. QAnon. Yeah. It's like, like QAnon. Just they're fucking idiots. Any any sort of um, hardcore fan community, you know, we've we've said it before. It's it's Star, it's, Star I don't Wars. I think it is any though. I don't think it is any at this point. I think Star Wars is like the fucking basin. Like at this point, <laughs> these they're just so stupid. It hurts. Well, and there are so many of them. Well, you know, I mean, Star Wars is a, is a good example, and it's a big example, and, yeah. and it's a very visible example. Mm. But I. Uh, I could switch, you know. Mar- Mar- Marvel, Marvel. I would say Marvel is way bigger than Star Wars now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Way bigger. Mm-hmm. And you never see this. You don't see this shit from them. The worst you'll get from Marvel is they'll say something stupid. Yeah. <laughs> but you, they're, you're not, I, not, they're not going to hound well, people off yeah, social media. Is, they're yeah, not going to abuse I've, people. I've yet to about see this. them. I've yet to see them be yeah. unaccepting of like casting choices and you know shit like that to the point where they will actually just go and bully someone off the internet. Yeah. You know, I've, I've not seen that from a Marvel fan. Um, I'm sure these people are out there. It's just that you don't sure. see them. But it's just the the larger populace is more vocal, yeah. and you know, um, 
more apparent, I guess. You know, yeah. there will definitely be toxic Marvel fans, but there isn't just this this incredible, um, like the, you know, the 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 visibility of that community within you know the Marvel fandom is. Yes. I, I, I barely see it. I barely see it. But Star Wars, you can't go anywhere without seeing a toxic, a toxic example of a Star Wars fan. You know. Well, think about think about it this way with Marvel. There was that whole thing that where they made an edit of well there was Captain Marvel I suppose wasn't there yeah there was that that but that was, I never considered that to be Marvel fans that just seemed like assholes who were yeah, latched on like because dicks. they were assholes yeah 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 very, very you know not yeah. particular to Marvel fans but then you and know, doing was, that doing that edit of the movie to take out to make it more like in line with their um uh, air quotes worldview, mm. and you know that was treated the way it deserved to be treated, which was this is a stupid piece of shit, and the person who made it is a friendless. <laughs> oh god, I said the word. <laughs> now I've got to edit that out twice. I always forget that you're not supposed to say that. <laughs> Twenty-eight minutes, right? Jotting this down. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Let's okay. carry on. Let's carry on. <laughs> um... <laughs> How did we recover from that? We can easily recover. I'll just bleep it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. Um, so yeah, um, that's that's a very particular example. Whereas the 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 person who made the edit of the Last Jedi, which was just cutting all the women out. I don't remember that. Yeah. Yeah. That 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 got a huge. Um, it, 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 how long it, how long would that edit be? Like twenty minutes. I don't even know. I even or did he or did he cut all the women out or did he just. Like, basically, reduce their their um, presence to you know sort of background stuff. You know, like it, enough for it to make still make. Yeah, it's the same movie except Holdo is the size of a mouse now. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Enough for it to still make sort of narrative sense, but at the same, t- but basically just removing any agency from a from a female character, and you just think you imagine actually doing that. Imagine right. sitting imagine down sit- at, at right. a movie premiere and being like, right. Yeah. Yeah, mm. it's depressing. It is de- depressing to think about. Yeah, it's like it's not, it's not cool to like these films anymore. I mean, even even as a as a as a um, as a general fan, you know, it seems it's, it it doesn't seem good to be you know in with you know you're potentially getting included in this uh, group. You know, even though you you don't have to express any you know horrible opinion, they're, yeah. they're, they're so visible and so vocal. It's just like it, it's actually I, I don't feel good about ever having been a Star Wars fan at this point. You know, no, um, but I think we should move on from Star Wars. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks, thanks for that, Shay. Yeah, cheers, Shay. Yeah, cheers for getting us an, another half hour about Star Wars. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's all good. It's all good. Um, but speaking, you, you made an interesting reference point there, Stu. Um, yeah. You know when you did we we did the whole um, skywalking thing. Um, do you want to talk about the trailer for uh, Space Jam Two? Not really. No. <laughs> okay. I mean, tell you what, we it, could skip it, that then. <laughs> well, Space Jam is bullshit, and every time I see someone online talk about how much they love Space Jam, I just think you're you're an idiot. Yeah. And no one likes Space Jam. There's nothing to like about Space Jam. It's never been good. It's never accomplished anything. It's never been. No one's ever watched it and been made to think anything. <laughs> and Space Jam Two is literally just like Warner Brothers going. It's Ready Player One. It's yes, just Ready yeah. Player One. That was that Again. was the thought that came to me. 
yeah. Just and it cheapens and it cheapens every character who appears in it, and the film the people who made it should hang, should hang themselves. I, I just <laughs> uh, cleanse the fucking Hollywood of them. It's disgusting. It's it's sickening. It makes me feel sick. I see. I feel. I feel absolutely nothing. Uh, you know, look, looking at that trailer, and um, I just because I just don't care enough about you know the yeah. Well, it's going to be worthless. It's gonna. It's got. It's gonna have no value. And the kind of people who would get enthusiastic about that are not the kind of people I want to spend any time listening to. So that's that's absolutely fair. That's the yeah. yeah. That, that's absolutely fair. But it is coming. I I said this a year ago. Like you know, we, we when we first got put in a lockdown. And um, yeah. everything was getting cancelled. Like all, all movie TV production was just, you know, getting put on hold. And Space Jam was the only Space Jam and New Legacy was the only one that was keeping going. Uh, and that is the cockroach yeah. that you just can't get fucking rid of. You know, it's it's, it's mm. well, it's, I I just hope that I just hope that it flops terribly. What was in in your opinion? What would you like to see them do with with that property? Um, like the the Warner what, with Brothers Looney, with Looney with Looney Tunes. Yeah, yeah. God, I don't know, man. They, they, I mean, the last thing that they were in that I really liked was Back in Action, and that was slated. Mm. I thought Back in Action was a really accomplished transfer of that Looney Tunes feel into something with live action. I thought it was yeah. great, to be honest. Uh, I think I don't, included I don't that think in your yeah, I mean, it's it's genuinely probably one of my favourite Hollywood movies. I love it. Mm. Uh, I think it's enormous fun. I think it gets the Newton's characters right. And it also rips the piss out of Space Jam at one point, which is perfect. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> Does it? I forgot um, about it. Oh, right, right towards the end, they, they're doing the bit where the character lifts up behind their head and unzips to reveal that they were another character the whole time. Oh, yeah. And they just keep doing it because it's Looney Tunes and it just gets more and more absurd. And then one of them is Michael Jordan. Yeah, right. And he's got a basketball and he goes, let's do some drills. And uh, <laughs> Daffy Duck just goes, this doesn't make a lick of sense. <laughs> and uh, it, it was very, very funny. Oh, um, yeah, I love that movie. Uh, but I don't know, you know, if they wanted to do something with Looney Tunes, then maybe they could just not do anything and just le- 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 let their legacy no longer be diarrhoeed on mm, by mm. Hollywood. I mean, the, I mean, they've been making these Looney Tunes cartoons for HBO that are supposed to be all right. Um, oh yeah, yeah. But I, 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 I didn't I'd think forgotten. I watched them. I didn't think much to them. I mean, I, I, I would if I want to watch Looney Tunes, I'll just go back and watch one of the old shorts and have an absolute blast. Yeah, you know? yeah. And so you think uh, you should just, just be I, left? Well, I think that the characters in the modern day, I don't think that those characters can be done justice because they belong to a different time, mm. and. Now everything's different, and they don't fit anymore. Unfortunately. Yeah. Well. Well, one character didn't make the cut, did they? Oh yeah, Pepe Le Pew. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's, but, but then they put the fucking Clockwork Orange rapists in the movie, but not Pepe Le Pew, who did, who never actually raped anyone. Right. Sorry. They put I, Clockwork Orange rapists in the movie who on camera rape women. I did. Uh, but they can't have Pepe Le Pew. That's did, the dumbest shit I've ever heard. I didn't register this in the trailer, but I only I heard about it after because you know it's it's such a, an onslaught of just bullshit, much the same way as Ready Player One is as a as a two hour yeah. experience that I just didn't register much of it. But I did hear later that yeah, apparently um, Alex and the the Drugs are in the trailer. I'm yeah. like, what the? F- Sorry, what? Who? 
Who signed off on that then? Well, I think in Ready Player One they had Jack Torrance, right? Um, they did, yeah. But that's that's. And they, since, you know, you, since you, they'd already seen used it, right? him, they no. Ready Player One. Oh, you haven't seen it? No, there there is a bit where they I'm actually not fucking watching that. Oh, okay. Well, no, that makes sense because there is a bit where they actually go into The Shining. It's one of the one of the oh. challenges. So that so that's where he appears. Oh. Oh, okay. That that sounds. Now I kind of want to see that. God damn it. <laughs> I'm sorry for giving you any sort of mild encouragement to watch Ready Player One, Stu. <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah, no, Space Jam can get fucked. I don't give a shit about it. I'm sorry for being so dismissive, but it really is just about Hollywood. <laughs> yeah, sorry, toilet. that one Space Jam fan who's listening is really offended now. You're a shit filled toilet if you like Space Jam. That's all there is to it. <laughs> Um, if, if if anybody that I uh, actually like is a Space Jam fan and is listening to this, I, I am I am very sorry, but really, you know, reset your opinion and do better change. next time. Yeah, change. Yeah, change. <laughs> change. Change is always possible, but it starts with you. Yeah, you understand. You understand. So you know. Well, let's let's move away from that unpleasantness. Um, <clears throat> I'm fucking choking you. Um, Choking on my own rage here. Choking on my own rage here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, what should we get into first? Because we've got a few things to. Should we uh, get the rest? Should we do? It. Should we get? Should we talk about the rest of? The, should we talk about telly and get it out of the way? Yeah. So we'll, we'll talk about Falky. Yeah, and, Falcon and, and the Winter Soldier. Falky and Winty, as you as you put to me the other day, it was like, oh, that's that's cute. It doesn't really deserve that, but you know, that's cute. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Falcon, so you've Falcon caught up now. You've seen the first three. I have now caught up on the the three that are available. Yeah. Okay. Let's just say this up front. There's going to be spoilers for the first three episodes. Yeah. Spoil, spoilers Winter. for the first three episodes. Um, you should know this by yeah. now, but you know that, that's that's us being nice. Um, don't. So just, what do you think? What did you think of it? What did you think of it so far, Ken? <clears throat> I um, got pretty immediately worried, actually. Um, mm. By that first action sequence in the first one, um, you mean the Top Gun style sort of? Yeah. Uh, so flight, yeah. the when he went into the plane, and it yeah. was it was a bit the editing was a bit janky, and it was too dark to really see what was going on. I was thought this is unengaging as fuck, and I was like, oh god, yeah. uh, what have people been talking about? And then it obviously breaks out of that. Now it's yeah, it's a bit. You know, effect, effects wise, uh, it is a bit sloshy, shall we say, uh, yeah. in the action sequences. So that um, the big canyon sequence, I thought it was actually pretty well done, but it was it was just not quite the. It obviously not been given the time, and yeah. uh, the work that you know a big sequence like that in a, in one of the films would have got. Um, yeah, it does look a bit of shunk, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It it definitely is. It definitely is. Um, the uh, truck chase in the in the second episode was similarly sort of like uh, this is the the green screen here is just not convincing in the way that it would have been if this was mm. you know a, a, an actual um, cinema. Um, I really liked that first episode though. Once it got past that, uh, yes. I thought the I thought the the tone. Like how how quietly they played it, how low key they played it, um, you know, in terms of like exploring Sam's uh, family, you know, and it's one of those things I've never given thought to, like in his appearances in any of the films, like oh, <laughs> does he have any relations and stuff? So, so that was that was nice. That kept it grounded. 
um, Bucky, yeah. Bucky's uh, whole whole bit with the um, the psychiatrist, uh, and the sort of the uh, the build up to the reveal of the the new Captain America. I really liked yeah. I, I liked a lot of that first episode. I thought, oh, I'm in I'm in for something good here. Second episode. Yeah. Immediately, I heard your voice in my head as soon as they started bantering. And I was like, "This is that, this is." Yeah, I, I was uh, a bit like, I was pretty taken aback by how forced that seemed to me. Yeah, and do you know what? This is the thing, right? If you if you remember, because I mean, you haven't gone back to this in a while, um, but when we saw Civil War, we were talking about how yeah. the the humor just had a bit more edge to it. Like you know, even like Tony Stark, who is very glib um, in his in his witticisms, that it was. His yeah. his humor was a bit it had a bit more spike to it. There was room for yeah. for that because obviously there there is you get an undercurrent of genuine antagonism between Falcon and Winter Soldier given what's happened. Yeah. But they ignore that in order to go down the oh, I see the the mechanics inside that cyborg head turning and you're thinking for fuck's sake why why are we here again this is this is really forced it's it's moved into an area where it's supposed to be playful but it just comes off as as insincere there's there's nothing behind it whereas if they if they'd reeled it back in terms of the humor um to something like you know what you got in civil war i would have been more on board but they just they ignored that the what the the banter in it didn't it didn't carry any weight it didn't come from any sort of genuine place and it was clearly just there you know because Hey, you know, it's a Marvel show, and you know it needs to be fun, right? I'm thinking, well, that's, that's not what I signed up for when I got through that first episode and went, "Oh, this is this is actually pretty solid," you know. Well, it doesn't fit with the heavier themes as well. It's no. darker than a lot of Marvel stuff, I think. Mm. Um, especially, <clears throat> I mean, episode one, episode one, episode one has that kind of. It's not blatantly stated, but it, you know there is racism. The second episode. Has that combination of both racism and like you know government fucking experimentation and how that's sort of an allegory for racism. Yeah, and then even more racism when he when Sam gets pulled up by the cops. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Um, yeah. And then episode, uh, you know, episode three has uh, the 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 flag smashers burning a building full of people. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, you know the violence in episode three. I thought for a Marvel show was shocking as well. Yeah, yeah, you said this when to me. Sharon Carter, when Sharon Carter's just fucking everyone up and shooting people and stabbing people, and uh-huh. I thought it was surprisingly violent. Right. You know? But then you've got that. I mean, contrasted with um, cartoon Zemo. No, you know, like fucking. Oh, uh, that um, was exactly what we didn't want them yeah, to do. Yeah, I did as well. Because Zemo want was so. Zemo was almost unnowable. Yeah, in, in the in Civil War, as from what I remember, and I've only seen it once. Yeah, it's been a long time. If you go but... back to it, honestly, it's like a completely different character. Yeah, um, and that's exactly what I hope they would. Quiet wouldn't and restrained, and achieved all his goals. Yeah, that's it. And when and this, he's he is goofy. He's turned into a goofus. Yeah, he's like yeah. You you said to me, you know, he's sitting in the plane talking about Trouble Man. It's like yeah. Why? Why? Why is would this... he give a shit about that? Why the fuck? Would you, like his. His whole plan, you know, is essentially failed. Um, you know, uh, you know, he he thought that he'd achieved some sort of victory at, at the end of Civil War, 
and then you know the Avengers yeah. obviously reassembled because there was this this incredible threat. And so what you've got are now superheroes with restored agency, which is exactly what yeah. he's against. He's also against the the idea of you know the creation of super soldiers. How yeah. who, who he is in this series so far doesn't make a lick of sense to who the character was in Civil War at all. I I I just it it, it episode three for me in general was just a huge bummer. Yeah, um, I was because it was it, it felt kind of like with. With Carly and the Flag Smashers, it's like, okay, you're going to great pains to make them sympathetic, and now you're doing this, so what was the point of any of that, unless right. it was just a meta thing of pulling the rug out from under you? Yeah, I didn't mind the reappearance of Sharon Carter, and I thought it might be going somewhere. I didn't know who she was, I was like, who the hell is this? She didn't must have not made much of an impression on me. Yeah, she was, she was, she was only in uh, Winter Soldier and uh, Civil War. I don't um, remember her from either movie. Okay, okay. I've seen Winter. I've even I've seen Winter Soldier multiple times as well, and I don't remember right. her. Okay, at well, all. I didn't mind her coming back, and I thought it was potentially going somewhere interesting. Um, when she was immediately like, um, quite guarded at the appearance of uh, Falcon and, and Bucky, um, because basically, yeah. like, you know, as as she states, she kind of just got left. Right, you know, they they all got rescued from the raft. They went underground for two years, and she just got sidelined. And I thought that's that's actually sort of pointed as to how you know her character basically just got completely sidelined for the, the for the the bigger you know the bigger stakes and so on. And then you know, like ten minutes later, they're doing the banter thing as well, and you're just going, well, why do I care about this then? If if it's just going to be immediately uh, uh. undercut with just you know, your need to inject some humour in here because I, I, I just, I didn't get it. And especially on, I, on the back I, of... I didn't get her in general. I, I was pretty... Well, you know, I, hate, I, I hate to say it. I, I, don't, I feel bad saying it, but yeah. I just thought that she was annoying. Um, she, she just felt like yet another smug character. Well, this is, this is, and I know, don't like that. This, I'm this, sick of that. What we were talking about you know the the recalibration of Thor as a character. Yeah. Um. This is basically, it's along similar lines, isn't it? This is where all the characters start to sound the same, and no and nobody's got a unique voice anymore because you know for the for the sake of yeah. humor, they all have to be smug, they all have to be glib, you know. Because mm. I mean, and it's just like this is wasteful, and I, I'm not. I can't get into this. So, generally, this series so far um, has been a, a, a bit of a letdown for me. Actually, I, I, I can't. Yeah, I wish I, mean, I could say I, different. I was quite. I quite enjoyed the first two, and then the third one for me brought it sort of crashing right down. I did. Uh, I was not impressed with the third episode at all. No, there, there were there were points. I mean, I wasn't massive on the second episode there were there were points i thought was quite good where um like during the truck chase where you know um they get intercepted by the new captain america and what is essentially the new falcon you know it's like you know here's here's your white yeah. poster boy hero and here's his black sidekick you think what the f yeah. this is this is weird what the fuck and it, it hit it hit a slight sort of um strange point and then it went back to the banter thing, so there, there was there was little bits that I that I caught onto that I thought, and I was like, okay, when they um when they opened the second episode with the Star Spangled Man, I I, I probably creased up because every time I hear that fucking song, I crease up when I see that USO sequence, 
in the in the first Avenger. Yeah, I laugh every time. Don't remember, don't remember it because don't it, it's goofy it. as shit, and that song is really catchy. And the fact that they they are walking him through the same process basically that they did to Steve Rogers. That sort of like you know you've got to be the poster boy. He's doing an interview for Good Morning America, and he's got like absolutely no personality at all. Uh, and you know, and but he's just he's he's the face of you know the um, the fight back kind of thing. It's just like oh god, this is this is ugly. Yeah. And they're basically putting him through the same motions, which I thought was quite uh, yeah. you know that was that was a nice touch. And then it was it was spoiled basically by the by the need to be funny in an area that doesn't actually um, organically generate that kind of humor that they were going for. Um, and it was just, oh, why? You know, this this could have been great. Honestly, that first episode, I was like, yeah, I'm in for this. And then since then, it's been a degradation um, in each episode since. I mean, they might pull off something. I'm not. I mean, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna watch the rest of them. You know, I will yeah. I will see where it goes, and hopefully, <clears throat> hopefully they can pull it back. But There's I was only three more. I think it's yeah six, yeah. Sure. There are there are only three more. Um, but I've been kind of getting to the end of episode three. I was kind of gutted as to how as to how formula it was. Um, yeah, and you know, you think about formula. The, the humor is a, is a core part of the formula, the Marvel formula, and it just didn't fit here with what yeah. they've done so far. Yeah, really, quite disappointing actually. So yeah, I think we're of very similar mindsets with this one. Right, so um, from Shunk to more Shunk. This is the Shunk episode where we talk about Shunk things, unfortunately. Um, we... you, we're going to talk about some uh, de- some of the current DC stuff. Or yeah. I'll say current, as in since we fucking... Uh, since lockdown, I guess. Yeah, yeah, Although yeah. we're not talking about Harvey, Harley, Harley Quinn and the Fantabulous Bollocks, or whatever it's called. Oh, yeah, I, um, I saw that, and I've got absolutely no memory of it. Um, which the Harley th- Quinn, uh, Birds of Prey, or the fantabulous emancipation of one Harley Quinn? Fuck off! Even calling your film that does it means you deserve to die. So, <laughs> what do you say? So where should we start? Should we start with the trailer? Should we start yeah, with the should we trailer? start with the Batman trailer? The yeah, and that's being directed by who again? Uh, Matt Reeves, uh, you know, apes guy. Yes, pla- Batman's a monkey now. Yes, and uh, the Penguin is a monkey. And Catwoman is also bizarrely a monkey. They call a her monkey. monkey woman now. And uh, the Riddler is is detective. Uh, detective Chimp is a monkey. Yeah, de- de- Detective Chimp. Gorilla Grodd is a monkey. Crazy! <laughs> Everyone's a monkey. Yeah, everyone's a bloody monkey, mate. Do you know what? So yeah, what did you think of this uh, Batman trailer starring Robert Pattinson as Batman? Um, I did not think that they needed to make everybody a monkey. Um, I was I was quite hoping they would have kept it humans. Um, no, <laughs> um, I really like this trailer. I mean, I am I am amped for this film anyway, because as we've spoken about those those last two Apes movies, I thought were absolutely spot on in terms of um, blockbusters with restraint. Basically, he really knew how to um, create a good sense of drama. And then when an action scene comes, you know they they are intermittent. You know they they're quite sparing, but um, they carry a lot of weight. They carry a lot of impact when he does actually you know get things going. 
So as soon as I knew he was going to be doing this, I got excited for it. I'm like, yeah, I'm really keen to see what he does with this. Um, I thought the the first thing when it opens uh, with the Nirvana cover, the first thing I thought of was you talking about the use of uh, Hurt, the the Johnny Cash version on the Logan trailer, about how it was a shortcut to a mood. And I was like, yeah, yeah, they could have done without that, actually. I mean, but I think the the look of it, the general sort of feel, the the uh, the tone uh, that it is selling. I mean, because because you said to me, I remember you you saying it like I I don't know about that bit where he just like straight up pulverizes that guy, and I I didn't have a yeah, pro- it's, I, it's 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 a bit like. I don't really know. I mean, I can't comment on it out of context because sure. the only context it's given to you is look how cool this is that he's pasted in this guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what the, I don't know, and I want to see. I'm looking forward to seeing the movie because I'm a fan of Batman, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I think this movie, The Batman, is called right. Yeah, I think that it has the biggest potential of being an actually good Batman movie that we've seen in a long, long time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the pasting didn't sit right with me because I don't like Batman to just be like the symbol of violence but then again the way that they did it made it look like yeah this is different there's a reason why it's happening this way it's it, mm. it just it's just it's so it was just so lacking in any kind of verve and then i wonder if maybe that's the point that he is meant to just at this point in his being a batman he's just shit at it yeah i mean it is uh, so that's it's that's in, my assumption it's it's going for a sort of like year one like year two, early, very early in his in his career vibe, right? I think that I think that's the yeah, whole basis. Yeah, that's that my understanding. Yeah, yeah. So to me, it sort of made sense that like he he doesn't quite, you know, he hasn't quite caught on how to hold back yet, you know. And I think it I think it was just it was nice that that whole that whole bit just really separated it from any other um live action interpretation that we've seen so far you know yeah um it because it's got a style that is uh murky it's got um yeah it hints that he's you know much more uh unhinged but not in that sort of gleeful way with, with keaton's one you know like when he um that bit in returns when he he puts the bomb on the big fat guy and then just punches him off the bridge and then just like just lets him blow up and he and he grins as he does it. I'm like, yeah, he's really enjoying that. Um, it it just separates it out from the from the pack. You know, it 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 clearly defines this as his take on it. Uh, I think it's got a, a fantastic cast and I have no issue with uh, Robin uh, Robert Patterson as Batman. Because I haven't I haven't seen yeah. him in anything, you know, to 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 say that that's a that's a bad move. And when actually when I think about you know I got I got like that's it's Ben Affleck's a weird choice, and he turned out to be one of the better things in you know that whole series, you know. So I've, I get I get yeah. absolutely no judgment on that at all. I am really looking forward to this, but I, I did like the trailer a lot. I like the trailer. I mean, the thing that I liked about it is that it did look bleak and dark because uh, contrary to the boring opinions I often have to swat aside on the internet (laughs) I actually do like it when Batman's dark because it's supposed to be like that yeah yeah exactly the Batman 60s series and the Batman kids series as good as they are and as fun as they are 
they're not what I want from the character. And I know, and you say stuff like that, and I, I just can't help but feel like a touch of sort of imposter syndrome, because I know it's not... I, I know it's Batman, it's silly, but, like, when the comics that I've been reading by Scott Snyder, by Tom King, by James Tinian Fourth, Are these recent are, ones? Or? These are the last three runs, yeah. Okay. They are all routinely extremely dark, extremely violent, mm -hmm. uh, necessarily. They're not adult still, I would say. that I mean, kids could really enjoy them, but they're yeah. not aimed at them. They're, they're, they're supposed to be gritty. Sure. Batman is not supposed to be Spider-Man. He doesn't quip. He's not like that. No, that's, that's he's it, meant yeah. To, he's meant to be scary as fuck. Yeah, his... Um, is kind of like, I don't like it when you get, oh, why can't they make a Batman movie with some humour? Because that would be wrong. <laughs> I mean, yeah, have some humour, but like, it wouldn't be Batman. It would just be another Marvel movie. Right, yeah, exactly. And I don't want that. I like, I don't, I, as I've said, I don't think the Marvel movies are bad. I just don't want them to be everything. No, no. That, I want the it. DC stuff to stand aside from it. The stuff, I, we'll get into it, but the stuff that I've seen from the Snyder Cut that I like the most is the most sincere stuff mm -hmm, you know mm -hmm. not quippy stuff like the scene the scene i saw yesterday on youtube with the flash i right. thought was beautiful i thought it was beautiful okay um i mean and there's nothing like that in any fucking marvel movie nothing <laughs> if it was if it was in a marvel movie he would have gone like uh run back in time uh rewind or something like that <laughs> and it would have been horse well yeah if if we were if we're thinking sort of ant-man territory yeah you probably would have done that I don't know. I'm just. I just like. I want. I like that they're doing a proper nasty ass Batman looking dark ass movie. Well, it, I like that. I, I, I like that. that. Yeah, it looks like it's taking at least influence uh, structurally from uh, something like Long Halloween, where there's going to be like quite a few of the recognizable uh, rogues gathering, but that it's going to be there's there's sort of background guys like they're, they're there while he's investigating this this larger thing that's i yeah. like i like that as a way of saying that they're already here you don't we, you know we can skip the origin stories right we just like yeah. they're, they're there like he he is he has become established as the batman the the rogues gallery is building up and they you know he just he has these like chance encounters with them on on route to you know, investigating a, a far bigger mystery. Yeah. You know, I, I look forward to seeing that because, you know, the, the theory goes, the more villains that you include, the worse the movie is going to be. Um, but if you do it right, you know, in, in terms of just establishing the world, you know, as opposed to something like, and I, and I know you like this film, but it's, it's that thing of, you know, the amazing Spider-Man 2. Where you have to um, terrible film, terrible film, but I still yeah, like it. But yeah, I know you like it. Yeah, yeah. But when you go yeah. into the room and it's like, there's Vulture's wings, there's Doctor Octopus's tentacles, there's the, the you know the symbiote in a jar or whatever, you know, and you think, ah, okay, so you're just getting this all out of the way in one in one scene. Yeah, that that's really that's really organic. Um, <laughs> so I'm I'm glad that they're not doing the stuff stuff like that. Um, I, I yeah. just I really I really look forward to seeing what he's what he's doing with this. Um, I think it will be, I think it will, I'm I'm actually excited to go and see it because I know it's not just going to be like spectacle. It is gonna it is gonna be you know a restrained affair and it's gonna be about tone. It's gonna be about mood, atmosphere. 
you know the the fact that it opens with some guy getting like you know the the uh, the guy getting taped up it was almost giving me like thinking about like jigsaw or something like that and i know it's 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 not going to yeah. go into that sort of territory because it is still a comic book movie but it was it was just it was hinting at something else i'm like yeah i'm on board with this you know yeah when's um, it out um it is out uh may next year i think next year yeah because obviously there was like huge delays and stuff with a okay. pandemic in that um so yeah I, I, I think Christ. i think may next year Okay, that's way too long to wait. Okay, it's over a year ago. Away. I know. Jesus, why did they even drop a trailer? Okay. Um, I think because it was um, the virtual Comic Con, and then at the time it was it was still supposed to be October this year. Um, right. And then it got it got pushed back because of everything. Yeah, but it's yeah. okay, it's oh, okay because well, we because we got Matrix Four at the end of the year. Yay! Cool. Good. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> yeah, we we won't unpack that any further. Well, I, I like the Matrix, I like the sequels, and I like the Wachowskis. So yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I'm. Nothing more to unpack. Yeah, I'm. I'm not a fan of anything of that really. Uh, <laughs> but you know, we we don't have to get into that. No, we do not. Okay, let's skip it then. So what 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 next in the never ending train of DC bollocks are we going to talk about? Um, well, since we brought it up, you know, we might as well just talk about the Snyder <laughs> Cut, right? Um, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, we yeah, might yeah. As well. yeah, yeah, might as well. Um, so, Justice League, Zack Snyder's Justice League, I think, yeah. is the actual official name. Yes, of it. Zack Snyder's Justice League, the uh, fan pressured version, uh, yeah. is, is to give it its full title. So, yeah. so this, this is you know we were talking about uh, toxic fan communities earlier, and this this is obviously a big one. Um, I have my. <clears throat> I have theories. I have thoughts about that. Go on. Um, part of me wonders how much validity there is in denouncing that because I I don't know what they were doing exactly that was so objectionable. Um, and I'm not saying they weren't. No. I'm not saying they weren't. Mm. I'm just wondering if much of that is just basically making fun of people who want the you know the big boy version of their silly cape movie there was not that that's my opinion that's not my opinion i just mean that i wonder yeah, yeah. how much of it is actually valid how much of it um, is actually legit criticism I mean, and how much of it is just people pointing and going ah, ha, ha, ha. well no that I mean that's that's a good question i ask i mean i myself you know and i'm i'm not as present on the internet is as somebody like yourself but i saw yeah. ex examples of um like really you know um quite bad misogyny uh directed it oh uh, yeah okay. and, it, and it's basically anybody it started anybody who questioned the idea that there was a cut in the first place which you know there wasn't because it required like additional shooting and another 70 million to finish it yeah. that is not a cut of a film yeah. that exists so let's just get that out of the way um, anybody who you know questioned the idea that there was a cut existing was getting sh uh, mm. shouted at, and then yeah. anybody who said it was unnecessary and all, and all that, you know, it was that there. And I'm not maybe I will. I'll say this: I don't know how representative of the 
of the actual movement to get this made. I don't know yeah. how representative the toxic part is, but no. it was it was vocal enough and yeah. um, present enough that I saw it myself, which I really, yeah, I really, did. I wonder, I, really I did, did wonder. It just, I, I always get suspicious about things like that. Sure, well, it because... will. I, th I think it's good to question it, you know. I think, it, I think well, there's recently. I'm not like I said. I, I'm not, I, I wasn't saying it didn't occur because I'm sure it did. Yeah, but yeah, I sure, just wondered, sure. Like exactly how bad it was. It reminds me of like the whole thing with NFTs that's going around at the moment, the non-fungible tokens. Because uh, <laughs> as soon as those came a thing, mm -hmm. I started seeing tons and tons of ridicule and scorn on them while people were selling them and making like millions. Right. And a huge part of my brain started going. I don't buy that this is as damaging as people say it is. I don't buy it. All I'm I... seeing is stats, and I think that people are just mad because it's uh, new and because people who they generally don't like, aka crypto people, I mean, the, are the, into them. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, if there's a bandwagon, if there's a platform for people to get aggressive, yeah. um, you know, social media, people will use it. Whether they actually believe that there yeah. is a cause to get behind or not, whether they know anything about it, you know, they'll use it as a yeah. base, you know, as a platform to create antagonism. So I think it's... Well, I, I found myself... I found myself thinking, I found myself looking into it and thinking like, you know, if I could, if this is a thing that can guarantee I will make money, and by make money I mean a non-insignificant non amount of money that might push me forward in my desire, which is that I want to quit my job. Sure. So I can focus on creative endeavours, which is what I want to do anyway. Yeah. If I can create one of these things and sell it and make enough money to do that with a reasonable head start. Mm-hmm. Then I wouldn't feel any kind of ethic ethical problem in doing that whatsoever. If you, uh, you know, I mean, you know, if... I would feel no lack of morality in going. I have done this thing that hundreds of thousands of people are doing, and mm. I have earned X amount of money, and it has pushed me forward immeasurably in my goal to improve my life. Yeah. Oh, I, I just wonder where the self when it when it stop when it becomes selfish to want to succeed. Maybe, I guess. maybe when. But no, let's not get into that. This has nothing to do with films. I'm sorry. No, I, no, I just... no, no. I mean, and I don't know enough about the NFT thing to really, you know. I, well, I might be completely wrong. Comment. I might, I might be completely wrong. I might, I, I haven't made one of these things. I looked into it. Mm -hmm. I found out it costs about two hundred odd dollars to even make one. Right. Uh, because you have to pay a, 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 a what they call gas, which is a certain amount of cryptocurrency. Mm -hmm. And I was like, you know what? I'm not dropping that money on something that might not in any way show me any returns. Forget it. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I didn't make one, but I did look into it, mm. and I I'm just I'm not saying that any of the people are wrong. I'm just saying I'm naturally skeptical of any kind of widespread overnight anger towards anything, sure. unless it's very obviously racist or very obviously sexist or very obviously offensive yeah. in some other very transparent way. Yeah, yeah. When it's just like the idea of this thing, I just think to myself, oh, it's just artists being precious like they always are, and I've just lost about a million friends saying that. Mm -hmm. Uh, but they are. They fucking are. That's why. That's why they're artists because they're because they care about art. There's nothing wrong with that. No. Uh, anyway, yes. Uh, speaking of uh, things that are art, um, Snyder Cut. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Did you say art or arse there? Uh, I. That's a mystery. It is a mystery. So, after uh, what feels like years of whinging. <laughs> on the internet, the yeah. Snyder Cut was then made. 
to order. Yep. And has become a thing. Uh, one thing I want to note, which I thought was quite funny, yep. was um, immediately after it came out, there was there was all this question about, like, oh, it's done well, so there's going to be sequels, and Warner Brothers were just sort of like, nah. <laughs> my, I mean, as I think we've discussed it before, but my main concern with the Snyder Cut is the fact that I don't want fans to be empowered. But yeah. on the other hand, from what I understand, they turned out what is quite categorically superior film to the Joss Whedon ones. Well, so, I, uh... I wonder actually, in 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 light of the fact that you know they've despite the success of the Snyder Cut, and I think it has been yes. a, a pretty visible success. Yes. They yes. have just outright stated, no, it's it's not going forward. Like, there, there is no plans to mm. do, you know, the next uh, Justice Leagues. Because he, he had, like, a three-film plan for yeah, the Justice League. Yeah. But he's actually, yeah. like, spilled everything that was going to happen. And, right. and I was like, well, surely that... Like nixes any point in doing them, then you know, even if there was, yes. if, even if they were on board with it, you, you've just told us what what was going to happen, so there'd be no point. Um, nevertheless, that's not stopped them like angling to to uh, restore the Snyderverse, and uh, yeah. and Warner yeah. Brothers have just been like, nah. Not only that, but they cancelled um, a film that was going to be uh, focused on the New Gods. Uh, of which which features yeah. quite heavily dark side if I remember correctly right. so it's not like not only um have they decided not to continue Snyder's plan but they're also they also seem to be um removing any future films that would carry any any like interpretation of that, like of yeah, any any element yeah. of that. Obviously, you know they're doing this new Batman movie, but that's going to be like totally separate from what Snyder yes. did. So they're not they're not even touching that now. Yeah. On the back of that, my question is, how much did the fans influence this appearing in the first place? Well, I would say it probably wouldn't have appeared if everyone's reaction to Justice League was literally just. Fuck this! Or mm. meh. Yeah. Now I'm. I I'm, mean, I'm sure the the fan support had you know some sort of. It, I'm sure it carried some weight. Yeah. But in terms of, like, my thinking just went back to like the the reasons that uh, Zack Snyder had to leave it. The uh, you know the horrible reaction to uh, uh, Whedon's cut, then, yeah. you know all the shit that came out about Whedon himself. Uh, yeah. which sort of turned that up to 11 and I'm going, okay, how much of an influence was the fan community in getting this film made and how much was it actually just like, you know what, we need to make this right and well, we need to like erase Whedon from yeah, the canon, so yeah. to speak yeah. and you know, I've got no problem with that um, no, really and it's a goddamn shame because he makes he's made several things that I really, really like yeah, well, I mean, you know, Buffy's a, a big one for me um, yeah, well, mostly Avengers for me, and yeah, yes. and the Avengers, and it's just like okay, I could let this uh, impact my experience with this stuff, or I could just say he's you know a, a, an incredibly toxic human being, and just remove. Well, I would argue, I would argue that in the in the Marvels case, as much as I do enjoy Avengers, and I do, mm. it's not exactly exhibiting a lot of what I'd call directorial flair. No, <laughs> right. 
I mean, it's just another Marvel movie. You can, really, you can definitely tell that he, um, you know, it, you can tell that it's his writing, uh, mm-hmm. more, more, much more than uh, any sort of directorial uh, individual style. It, it feels like a Whedon film because of the uh, the interplay, the character interplay. Yes, yes, um, and the misogyny. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, yeah, apparently. And when um, you go back to it, though, when you do, when you go back to it through that lens, some of it is a little bit like Ooh, some of it's a little bit skeezy. Yeah, yeah, I, I understand. Yeah, well, especially especially Age of Ultron, Jesus. Yeah, um, yeah, which you know, you, I haven't gone back to since then. But when I do go back, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll be more aware. Yeah. Um, but Buffy's a huge one, and you know, enough yeah. enough people and enough um, f- uh, feminist writers and, and so on have uh, and critics mm. have examined that to know that it is actually a very um, powerful feminist uh, pro-feminist show it's like how do you how do you reconcile that um as being sort of unproblematic to him being a problematic human being like how do you carry those two thoughts and i think i, I said the same about you know when we looked at uh, roman polanski in the 60s horror podcast so it does yeah. it doesn't mean that everything that he's done has just no merit and no worth right but he, you know, is is obviously a, a nasty piece of work. Um, yeah. So, so his cut of Justice League getting essentially erased, I got, I got no real problem with that. I mean, yeah, we plus have, it was shit. So we have talked extensively about you know our lack of love for Zack Snyder. The one thing I can say, yeah. at least as far as we know, is that he's not you know a rampant misogynist and he's not guilty of you know well, abuse. I've actually, so he, I've actually grown a perhaps begrudging respect for him now. That's... Not for, for Zack Snyder, I mean. Not for so much his work, which is just so much wank. Yeah. But I think that he had a pretty tough lot. He was dealt a pretty bad hand by life. Uh, we can all agree with that. Yeah, yeah. In terms of what happened with his family. That's not... Yeah, yeah, you know, no, sure. Not that we, not that we were, but you but, know what I mean. No, no, um, but I, I wonder how but, much of that influences... You know them coming to him and saying, "Okay, let's let's actually finish it." You know, I can understand the impulse to want to go back and finish something that you never got to finish on your own terms. I yeah. can understand that impulse. And when the thing that made me realize that I may have been wrong about Zack Snyder in some respects is recently he was doing some sort of promo for this for his cut. Yeah, you might have seen this actually. And it was a podcast of some sort with, I think, godisageek.com or something like that. Okay. I don't know what exactly what it was. I don't really want to say it was that because I'm, that would cast aspersions on them. Sure. But they bring up that he's on the podcast and the first thing he says is like, yeah, I noticed that we're, you know, we're associated with this website. I just want to say I don't have any association with, with this website because I don't want to, I don't want anything other than tolerance and like, you know, all that sort of stuff. Oh, like I just did. Basically, just saying. Yes, you know I what? Did, I did hear I don't, something about I hate this. Toxic, actually, yeah. I don't want anything to do with toxic fan base. Basically, yeah, I don't want anything to do with right. misogyny or anything like that. And I thought, because I had thought this whole time that he was basically cheerleading it. Yeah, no, it's not. And really... in a way, in a way, he was. But to have, have him come out and say that did cheer me a bit. The only downer about it is the fact that he waited till it was done and out. Right. Yeah, to come out um, and say that, which is a bit cynical. That, yeah. No, he. I mean, he has been very um, vocal in terms of like you know my cut exists, and you know, yeah. and it clearly didn't because <laughs> <laughs> like it like the basic. I saw a thing, 
um, on something something came up on my Twitter feed yeah. about the uh, the fact that they basically they want initially apparently Warner Brothers wanted him to just release the the raw footage because um, he because he had all the footage on his laptop or something. Yeah, and he's like, no, I'm not I'm not going to do that. I would much rather that the Snyder Cut be this like you know uh, mythical unicorn. And he phrased it like that, and I went. Well, that's funny because a unicorn doesn't exist either. So you've you've kind of <laughs> dropped there unintentionally uh, that this this cut never existed in the first place, and yet all you've been doing for like the past two years is going, mm. yes, of course it exists. You know, like get well, I mean, it, it must maybe I, I guess it must exist in terms of like animatics and like unfinished movie, maybe. I don't, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, mean, I'm sure he shot a hell of yeah. a lot of it, right? Yeah. But what we got on screen was not what he had on his laptop. Right. No, that's absolutely the case. Yeah. Exactly. So, so you know, I mean, my, my, I, another another aspect of my begrudging respect is when he came out and said this movie is going to be four hours long and in four three, <laughs> and I was like, if he actually follows through with both of those things, <laughs> I'm gonna actually gain some respect for this man for sticking to his guns with this utter nonsense. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he did. Yeah, I mean, the, it's four hours long, and it's four three. And, it's four, and three. I honestly can't help but love that he he did this. The thing that you can say is that mm. this is definitely his. You know, it, yeah. it, it is his through and through. There's there's been no um. The, 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 there's something. There's something to be said for that. I because I, in in superhero movies, there's not a lot of identity. I get that. Yeah, I I totally yeah. see what you're saying. It, but in much the yeah. same way, you know, because we, 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 <laughs> he's an idiot and his film is shit. We, we no, we've we've talked Sorry, about no. um, Rob Zombie's Halloweens, right? <laughs> they are, f- and I you, you know how abhorrent I find them. They are fucking. They, they are fucking are wretched. Brilliant. Right. Yeah. Go on. The one thing I can say though, they are definitely Rob Zombies. Right, you wouldn't confuse them with, you know, you wouldn't confuse them with the Carpenter version, and you wouldn't confuse mm-hmm. it with really anybody else's. They they are uniquely his, and you know that that's that's something. So, you know, as as Rob much as Zombies Halloween, it's the origin of my plans. <laughs> we don't need to see any of this bullshit. Sorry, go on. <laughs> yeah. So within the the comic book uh, movie thing, yeah, there's very few. Uh, Directors that you know have a have a unique visual stamp, shall we say? And he definitely has one. Yeah. As much as I don't like it, it's definitely his. So you know that's yeah. that's, that's fair. Yeah, that's a, that's a fair comment, Stuart. I'll, I'll go with that actually. Um, as to the film itself, how much of this have you actually seen? Bits and bobs, strips and drabs. I don't think I have it in me to sit through it. See, I did it. I did it in like hour long. Slots basically. Yeah. I I went an hour. But it is divvied up into acts, isn't it? It has actually been divvied yeah, up like, there's, in there's movie like into six, parts. Six chapters or something. Right, um, right. But I thought, right, it's a four-hour piece. I'll I'll go an hour. I'll take a break, and then yeah. I'll, I'll I'll do another hour. And it actually it worked fine. I managed to get through it um, relatively easy. And one of the reasons yeah. is it it actually I was I was startled. Yeah. Um, by how much I actually thought this is, do you know what? This is pretty good. <laughs> and well, think, it's 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 a, it's really shocking stuff. That no, sorry, that sounded really snarky at you. It's not meant to be. <laughs> when when you give characters room to breathe, and then yeah. the room to breathe is cut out of the film, mm-hmm. 
God help you, it hurts the film. Yes, it really does. It really does. <laughs> when Cyborg is just there for no reason. Right. Basically, it kind of makes you not care about Cyborg. And apparently in this movie, they've done a good job of making him more interesting. I think it's tough to make Cyborg interesting. Um, and I don't know that he's actually completely achieved it. But no, his yeah. inclusion in the film makes much more narrative sense. It has, it has much more of a, of a through line. That is yeah. that is more satisfying, I would say. Yeah, I'd definitely give it that. The main problem with the film is that it's a follow-on to his bullshit Man of Steel slash Batman versus Superman, yeah. which were a born fucking shit. And I went back through them. I said to you, um, remember because mm-hmm. I, I, I went through them again just to give us a lead into you know the justice. Yeah, because League. it's you and you. Because it's do me. This. Because it's me, right? <laughs> Yeah, and I said to you, this feels like a missed opportunity, actually, and that's that's the most disappointing thing. They are they are ugly. The uh, the characterization of Superman is is is, yeah. is the real main problem, and it rings it rings hollow. There's there's bits in this film where they talk about the fact that he's gone, and you know that the world has lost this icon. I'm like, yeah, did you did you see? <laughs> who he was, mm. you know, like in those previous two films. Well, Nobody this is, is mourning my, this cunt. <laughs> my, my view of Zack Snyder's DC movies mm. is I think there is stuff that he does extremely well. Oh. And that stuff, to me, in my humble opinion, okay. is not characterization. It's not small moments, it's big moments. That's what I think he's good at. Right. Big, huge scale. The sequences of Superman flying in Man of Steel are absolutely spectacular. The sequences of... Uh, you know, I was about to say in Batman vs Superman, but I actually can't think of a single good moment in that movie. Okay. That's the- oh, yes, no. That was it. When when he's in when he's in Metropolis, when all that shit's going down, when Bruce Wayne is in Metropolis, I really liked that. Mm. I've told you this before. Yeah, when yeah, he's yeah. Like, running into the, into the destruction, I thought yeah. that was a beautiful bit of... Comic book shit, basically. Right. Yeah, yeah, I, I really yeah. liked that. Okay. okay. Now that's what I think he's good at. When it comes to actually making you care about the characters or worrying about how this stuff all really stitches together or makes sense, that's when he falls apart. Unfortunately. Yeah. For me. Yeah. I. I, but I think I he's very good at presenting you with an image that's very, very epic comic book. Look at this kind of thing. I'll I'll give you that actually. I mean, you know, his the the the, the key difference in that Metropolis sequence is that you can actually tell what's going on. And it's yeah. and it's not surrounded by just desaturated orange, just <laughs> yeah. glow pish, right? If you compare that yeah. Metropolis sequence to the end fight in Batman vs Superman, you know when you've got just yeah. uh, uh, Doomsday letting off these like yeah. you know just blurbs of orange, just got Doomsday letting off, yeah, yeah right. Well, then basically, yeah, you're going. This is the this is horrible like I'm, I, yeah. I can't even I can't even get like on a base level engaged in this well it reminds me of the Hulk versus the Abomination in the Incredible Hulk oh, yeah. CGI, I think smashing against each other who cares yeah that's yeah that's a that's a good that's a great comparison actually because that was just like it was just wasteful just meaningless slop uh yeah don't give a fuck basically that's that's how yeah. I feel about the majority of his of his stuff and he, especially his mm-hmm. action stuff the Slow mo in this film 
<laughs> I mean, if you, if you took the slow-mo, it'd be about 20 minutes instead of four hours. Um, <laughs> you yeah, but, it's out yeah. of control. But do you know what? That's a, that's an easy, it's a cheap shot. It's it's, it's, yeah. a, it's an easy it's an easy take, but I'm gonna I'm gonna. Take I've it. heard it's crazy the slowdown. Yeah, it is fucking, but it doesn't fit. Like he, he doesn't know well, how to use it. The the thing is the bit that I said about that I saw yesterday where the Flash is talking about how he's got a break. It's like I've got to break the rule and I've got to do it now. Yeah, I thought that was brilliant. No, that is like that as is in terms the... of a bit. Here's superhero spectacle. Here's the Flash. Yeah. And it, the whole thing is in slow mo, but it makes sense that it would be. Yeah, no, that's that's fine. I, I thought that's he did fine. a fantastic job of that when his feet are hitting the ground, and every time they hit the ground, it's almost like a sonic boom. Yeah, kind of. yep. I, I was like, I actually thing. thinking about it. I actually get like, I get friggin' like you know, what's the word? Goosebumps. J- uh, goosebumps. Yeah, that it's brilliant superhero. Yeah. Spectacle, no, that... and it was great. And, and there's nothing else I've seen from that movie was remotely as good as that. Right? <laughs> there's a bit. Um, there's a cyborg flashback where he's taking part in a uh, football game, like an American football game. In the soggy biscuit, yeah. All slow mo. You just think this uh, is fucking unnecessary. This is indulgent, yeah. Wank, right? But that, yeah. that's the hor- oh, they're very oh, absolutely. Everything he makes is indulgent wank. But that's the horrible thing. Like comparatively, yeah. the flash bit that you were talking about, that yeah, yeah I agree that absolutely worked. And then mm-hmm. you've got that bit that just doesn't work. That is just there for pure indulgence. Yeah, and you, yeah. You, you, there is no consistency with this guy, right? See, that's interesting because you mentioned before about how they're not doing any follow-ups to the Snyder first. Yes, isn't the Flash movie meant to be with the same guy? Yeah, but it. But this is. Um, Flashpoint. They're yeah, in, they're, they're ending. Like they're, yeah. they're, they're adapting uh, Flashpoint, so it's not it's not technically. Um, although it's got the same guy, it's yeah. the, it's then going to branch into other stuff leading away from the Snyderverse. You know that that's the yes, thing. of course. And, yeah. and I think he he actually said that the third Justice League was basically going to be an a- adaptation of that story that he was going to have to because mm. it evolves into the the nightmare sequence that we saw in Batman versus Superman, it basically descends into that in his take. And then the flash was going to go back in time and, you know, try and undo everything. So they're, they're doing that. that, That's, that's annoying because that would actually have been quite satisfying had they made good films and pulled it off. I, do you you know what? I, I got to the end of this and I went, yeah, it's almost a shame that this is not going to be continued. And that's how much, and that's how much I enjoyed a good portion of it, and I never expected to have that opinion on it. I never expected. I was not expecting you to like this at all. <laughs> I was surprised. I was genuinely. And the fact that you, the fact that you kind of did, makes me want to watch it. Well, but I know I'm not going to. <laughs> you, I, I anticipate that at some point, even though we, if you if you do it in bits, that you will yeah. have, you will eventually see most, if not all, of this. Yeah. Right. At least the the big key points. Right. Yes. Um. I I was, uh, I was really surprised that I enjoyed so much of it. As I say, yeah. I think it I think it is stained by following on from those two films, which I just find very little to redeem. Um, and the the fact that I enjoyed so much of this is is such a surprise on yeah. the back of that because I was like, this is going to be four hours of just pig shit, and it's really not. <laughs> it's really no. not. The I'm the, glad. I'm really glad. It is like. Uh, I haven't gone back to uh, Whedon's uh, one for a, for a long time. Why would? Because why? Because why would you exactly? 
But yeah. I, I will say, like the 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 way that the the league get together, like the 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 plot mechanics that that drive them to to cohere, uh, yeah. feels much more organic. There yeah. are there are actually a Steppenwolf. The the visual design of Steppenwolf is a huge improvement. Like just oh for sure, it's I still think it looks dog eggs, but it but looks but, much better but than against the what they what they had, yeah, huge yeah, improvement. Agreed. Like I I actually really liked it. Um. There's there's bits that we we've seen, um, you know, in in Whedon's cut, you know, because it it, it uh, he included some of what Snyder shot. Um, there's yeah. a there's a big battle, um, like a flashback battle, uh, where you know they, the their forces are good are fighting Darkseid's forces, and I think there's like a green light. Yeah, I understand there. that Darkseid is basically a jobber, and that makes me sad. He well. He he doesn't even register in the Whedon cut. Here he does actually appear, and it it but it made me it made me sad that we're not going to see that continue. Um, he's in yeah. in this in this big action sequence, it is the it is the worst sequence I think in the entire thing because it is it is back to like three hundred territory. You know, it's it's yeah. it's that kind of ugly aesthetic that doesn't really fit, yeah. and it's just it's just a mash of just like CGI. Guys fighting a bunch of other CGI guys, and yeah. you know, it was yeah. just, it went on way too long, um, and it made Darkseid look shit. When you see him later in the film, he actually, he actually looks all right. I thought, um, the, what was I going to say? The, yeah, there's, there's a, a a huge action sequence uh, where Steppenwolf's arrival, and uh, the Amazons who are guarding the the mother box. And I, like, I felt myself actually getting engaged with it. They, they, they have this sort of like they're passing the, the box uh, to each other in this sort of like makeshift relay race thing, trying to keep it away yeah. from him as he's like catching up on him. And I felt the the urgency of that moment. I felt the desperation of that moment. You know that it's like a sort of last stand thing. And I was like, yeah. Oh Christ, I'm actually enjoying this. What's going on? Um, you know, it's like, but the fact that he delivered an action sequence okay. that I actually got I caught up in. I haven't seen it, unfortunately. No, the fact that he got an action sequence that I got caught up in, didn't, yeah, didn't, didn't expect, didn't expect that at all. Um, I, I mean, I'm mostly, in, I mean, I'm, I'm mostly interested in the Flash because I like the Flash. I've always liked the Flash. Not enough to actually watch that fucking TV series, but <laughs> still. Yeah, that, that's, that's fair. I think. Um, um, so I'm, I'm hoping that they've maybe fleshed the flesh out a bit. Fleshed the flesh. <laughs> the flesh. Yeah, ooh, hey, no thanks. Hey, okay. Um, no, we'll, we'll leave that. So I'm, I'm looking forward to it for that reason. I'm looking forward to Flashpoint because I think it's going to be a mess. He has he has a weird moment. Um, his introduction is actually slightly weird, where he yeah. um like he's applying for a job, and then there's a car accident, and they uh, but on the way to the job he has this like. Very, very, very minor interaction with this girl. Yeah, uh, who I think goes on to become his his girlfriend. Like in the in the, uh, like she's from the comics. I think it's Iris, right? I don't know or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, Iris. So yeah. this is who she's supposed to be. Anyway, they they have this very just like brief, you know, passing. There's yeah. there's a car accident that she gets involved in, and it and it goes into his like sort of perspective as he's trying to save her, and he takes the time to like. Um, brush her hair, and I thought okay. that that's really fucking creepy. That that that's like, <laughs> that's like icky, you know. 
I mean, obviously, yeah, you know, I get you. It's a sense of his like arrogance because you know he absolutely has this under control because how how fast he moves and I'm like, why do you have the right to do that? <laughs> you know, that, yeah, that, that, that is really so weird. That was that was the only and that's before he even starts flashing. That I actually thought was just like, what the fuck is this? Um, yeah, lar- really largely, weird. yeah, he's he's done uh, quite well by the there's there's. Well, I always thought. Sorry, the sequence on. in the original in the original version where he meets Bruce Wayne, I always thought that was one of the better sequences in the movie. Yeah, yeah. There's the bit where the bit where Bruce just suddenly throws the batarang at him and it goes into speed force. Yeah. I always liked that. Yeah. Well, that's that's in this. Um, that must. I'm be sure. I mean, you wouldn't cut that. Show. It's too good. Yeah. It's too good to cut. Um, there are. There's a. There's like the 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 second error slows down a lot. Um, and yeah. there's, you know, there's there's bits of like clunky dialogue and stuff. Uh, the first uh, confrontation with Steppenwolf was actually really solid, yeah. um, and he's and he's kind of he's a charismaless uh, sort of bad guy, um, but just in terms of being a threat of re- representing a threat, he works a lot better, uh, you know. And then the the sort of league form, and I, I was I was really getting into it. Um, yeah. They think the 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 problem the main problem is is Superman um, because it it doesn't register uh, that he has been anybody to uh, mourn. Uh, he do- there's there's no there's no real difference in the you know the dynamic. Um, him coming back was it was obvious that they were going to do that and and they make you really wait for it when he does come back. Um, he he makes he makes you know an impact relatively, but it's just for an action scene. And I'm thinking I'm still I'm still waiting in any of these films to actually see Superman. You know, like Superman yeah. as as I would understand what what Superman is. Um, but largely, I have to I have to say, I was actually quite taken with it, and I was like, okay, I did not feel that I wasted my time watching that. And that, and that's a, the biggest compliment I could give it because I I assume it is I was I mean, gonna because of course it, you need to understand that you did waste your time by watching it. I want you to know that that you did. <laughs> and I will never. I'm, understand. I'm glad that you were tricked. You were tricked by the film into thinking that you didn't, and that's good. That means that it's, <laughs> it's a well-made film. But watching a film for any reason ever is a waste of your fucking time. And so, so why do we do this again? Um, because we're all going to die probably soon. Yeah. Uh, Especially if you keep making those NFTs. This makes yeah. Us, yeah, this makes <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this makes us feel like we're you know putting something out into the world. You know. Yeah. Well, so we can participate in the pointless cycle of uh, watching things and then talking about the things we've watched while we wait for more things to come out to watch so we can talk about them. Well, I I feel so much better now. Thanks. Um, yeah, me too. I feel fantastic. <laughs> I mean, it's it's not without its issues. There is a reveal of a of a character, and you'll you'll know this. Uh, Martian Manhunter turns up. Yeah, green chap. Right now, he is revealed to be a character from the other two films, and it's like yeah, that sounds pointless. Yeah, the the character as depicted in those other two films doesn't seem like he's got any relation to the character that he that he appears as in this. As I, I could, yeah, that's I, pretty funny. I could buy that if he wasn't such a snarky cunt in those other two films, like you know, desperate you, ass pull. Basically, yeah, yeah, a huge. It was basically a fan theory 
that he liked right. and he made it canon. Okay, fair and I'm point. like, right over there. <laughs> but it under, but it's it's weird because the reveal is uh, basically uh, Martian Manhunter. Uh, sorry, spoilers. Martian Manhunter turns up uh, in Lois's apartment, yeah, disguised as Martha Kent. Now, what you've got is a sequence where Martha and Lois are talking about Superman's absence and how much they miss him and everything and like she's she's kind of yeah. she's kind of prompting Lois to, you know, get back to work and, you know, and sort of try and get her life back essentially because it's just completely stopped since since Superman was killed. And then as she leaves the apartment, he morphs back into his usual form. You think, right. That is incredibly strange. You have you've given that sort of um, pathos you've then undercut that pathos entirely to give it a completely new pathos which actually doesn't work because this character as established in the other two films wouldn't give a fuck about that and also you've just given us this entirely new character who we've who we haven't actually seen so what the fuck's going on there? Mm. It was just it was weird. And basically, yeah, he turns up he turns up again right at the end. He's not involved in the final battle at all. But he turns up at the end at Bruce Wayne's place to say, Hey, I'm here, by the way. Um, see you next time. And then he fucks off. Mm. I'm like, nice. what the fuck was that? <laughs> right? I was just that was the most That is was, piss poor. It was fucking hilarious. And and then you get the um is it a, no? It's not a post credits. It's uh, it's um, like an epilogue bit uh, where right. they have to include uh, Joker. Yeah, Jared Leto. Joker. Um, now apparently this is one of the new bits that he he shot when he when he got the money, and yeah. it's just like, for the love of God, give me another Joker, like anybody else, basically, and I'd be okay with this. But Jared Leto, nah, not feeling it, mate. This is this is. This is crap. Um, their exchange, like you know, because out of context, we saw like sort of snippets of their exchange. Uh, particularly Batman saying he was going to fucking kill him, right? Yeah. It sort of works, but it's just that I'm not I'm not invested in the dynamic because I'm witnessing a really poor Joker. I've I've never understood anybody's interest in his interpretation of the Joker because you know as it was established in Suicide Squad it was fucking terrible, um, and I'm thinking yeah. if I think of any of the other interpretations of Joker like give me um whacking Phoenix, you know poor fucking film, but I thought he was really good in it. It's like if they put him in, yeah no problem, um, it kind of sours it a bit. It's it's definitely not without its problems, but overall. I have to say that I enjoyed most of it, really. Um, you know, the the action was pretty solid. The characterization was much better. Uh, the, you know, the the flow from beginning to end, you know, just, just felt much more organic. There, there were odd choices, you know. I, I pointed out a huge one. Made absolutely no fucking sense. But it didn't... I never felt the time drag. Um, right. And I couldn't... I couldn't honestly say that I won't go back to this again uh, at some point because you know I, I enjoyed most of it. The the what I would say is turn it off before the end credits start so that you don't have to endure 
what is the worst version of Hallelujah I have ever heard. He's he's like he's really got to get over his fascination with that particular piece of music. Um, is it worse than the version in Shrek? Uh, yes. Because that version was really good, so I was hoping you'd be. It's worse. Yeah. It's worse than the version that was in Watchmen. I'd um, like to see a four-hour version of Shrek, to be honest. <laughs> I'd like him to, I want to see him really dig into the Shrek mythos. A lot more scenes of him in the swamp before anything happens, just doing swamp stuff. Yeah, just scratching himself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just and like, the opening rendition I'm an ogre. of All-Star. Hey, my name's all, Shrek. The, the opening rendition of All-Star goes on for nine minutes. Yeah, it's the it's the it's super, like an extended cut of All Star. It's, it's a super extended version of All Star. It's like um you know the seventeen yeah. minute version of uh, Inagada De Vida. Yeah, it's, it's exactly it's, like it's that. It's just yeah. fucking interminable. And the bit at the beginning when Shrek farts in the water and the all the fish come up and he grabs them and cooks them and that. <laughs> yeah. Instead of that, it should linger and he should follow through and you should just see the full detail of everything that happens. <laughs> And then it's like him scrambling to get out, but he can't, and he slips on the muddy like bank and falls back into his own shit. <laughs> then he gets and up, he goes, just like, "Oh no, I've fallen in me shite." Yeah, that's wow. In that exact what, voice. What accent was that? I've fallen in me shite. Yeah. That was a Scottish accent. I mean, <laughs> it was I'm, spot I'm, on. Yeah, I'm a Tidarian. You know, mind tricks don't work on me. Only money. Oh, oh, help my bob. <laughs> yeah, so Dominic Diamond uh, voices uh, voices Shrek. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> Mike Myers is Shrek cancelled. falls into his shit and is like, I think I've been quite badly set up. <laughs> it's a David Perry reference. Sorry. Anyway, um, yeah. <laughs> Very good. Anyway, some beat em ups up and down. So, in closing, Snyder Cut actually worth actually worth a look. Quite enjoyed it. Um, best thing he's done since Dawn of the Dead, easily. Cool, good. Um, and I'm sure I'm sure you'll get round to most of it at some point, Stu. Yeah, probably not. So, what's next? <laughs> okay, um, given that it's in the same wheelhouse, I want to talk briefly about Wonder Woman 1984. Yeah. Um. So, I never saw the original. Okay, yeah. Um, the original was decent. Yeah. This was fucking weird. Uh, actually, the original was DC. Ah, see what you did there. Just absolute exhaustion at this end. Just like, you know, yeah, sorry. Like, I cannot. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> just all of the energy sinks <sighs> oh, oh, God. Jeez. <laughs> like, I'm rubbing, rubbing, <laughs> rubbing my head in just... In, Pain, you know, just like ah, oh, Jesus. So, Wonder Woman, nineteen eighty four. Yeah, uh, do you have? When to... was the, when? When was the original one set? Uh, in nineteen four. Yeah, no, sorry, nineteen seventeen. I think. Right, right, Ruff, roughly. Yeah. In, Are you sure it, you're not confusing it with the movie nineteen seventeen? I'm not. Oddly enough. Okay. Because she wasn't in that. No, she wasn't. It would have been a lot better if she was, though. You know, um, get, get, I really get, enjoyed 1917. Actually, I, 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 well, you know, we we've discussed that. I liked that up until the point that they forgot what they were making and made something else. Um, still enjoyed it after that, but it was like, ah, uh, I'm out. You know, a little bit. No, you know, when they when they when they started making a movie, 
as opposed to, you know, something that was engaging on another level. Right, sure. Yeah. Bollocks. The... What's, 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 um, what, what's next? What's, what's next? <laughs> yeah, what, what are you going to say about Wonder Woman 1984? Because <laughs> you distracted me by bringing up the movie 1984. I'm, I'm really sorry. Well, well, first of all, <laughs> you don't have to have seen Wonder Woman uh, 1 up to, you know, 1983 in order to see Wonder Woman yeah. 1984, right? So just just get that. Okay, good, because it's, it's, it's a reboot. Okay, clean break. Yeah, yeah, clean, clean break. Um, it was just, it was weird. Um, I didn't, I didn't think the first one was like amazing, because uh, the, the third act was really poor. It turns into one of those, you know, Hulk abomination, just like CG smashes, right? Right. right? Um, but it was, it was pretty solid. Um, and I just thought, like, for all the, for setting it in the eighties, and for having so much color and like such a, a breezy attitude. Nothing about it really sings. It's 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 overly simplistic to the point of being like kind of patronizing. And there was just this really strange like disconnect running all the way through it. Um, the performances didn't seem to really gel. The action doesn't carry any weight impact. It's it it's way too long. Um, but it feels like massively crucial things in terms of the narrative and characterization are skipped over. Like there's there's a bit where um, Diana and uh, Barbara, uh, Kristen Wiig's character, who then morphs into one of the villains, um, they have this meeting and they suggest going to dinner to get to know each other. This is before she's turned. And yeah. the, and on the suggestion of dinner, it then cuts to them at dinner. And the first thing that Diana says is, oh, my God, you're the funniest person I've ever met. And I'm like, right, okay, so you've just told us that instead of actually showing us why she's particularly funny or showing anything about the the beginning of their relationship. You've, Sounds you've, like an unwashed arsehole. You've put a really cheap like line in there. It's kind of like, you, you know, the way um, uh, people talk about the prequels and uh, the Star Wars prequels and people talk about the way Obi-Wan and Anakin's friendship you don't really see it. You just you hear about it. You you're told the fact that they're friends without really seeing any of their friendship. It was basically yeah. one, it was one of those like very cheap sort of cop out things. Um, and it it just it just felt weightless. It, there was there was very little spark. There's some really really obvious uh, green screen. Um, it, it was bloated, wasteful, and and weirdly. Like the, the, it goes to this really overly simplified um, and quite patronizing message of hope at the end, uh, and for a film that has actually no real villain in it, you know, it yeah. was just like this. This should have been a hell of a lot of fun, and it was just I, I sat just like completely nonplussed all the way through it, and everything. It's it's not the not, nothing's to its like visual detriment. You know the the editing is clear. You know the the visuals are are clean, consistent. You know you can tell what's going on, but it was just a complete lack of in, engagement. It was just I was I was actually pretty gutted with it. There is also a, a really strange um, plot point where um, yeah. uh, Chris Pine's character from the first one uh, comes back, but he's he's in the the body of another man. Um, because there's this this, this, this there's this um, MacGuffin 
that allows people's uh, wishes to come true and her wishes for him to come back. So he comes back, but he's but he's in the body of someone else. So so, so he, he basically takes over someone else's form. And it's like, that's... Like, she didn't wish for that. She wished for him to come back. Why can't he come back as himself? Like, to put him in the body of someone else just felt like a really weird, grating, unnecessary detail. And I've, I've, I've still not uh, unpacked what what they're actually doing with that and like maybe it was unconscious but it just feels fucking strange uh, right and it was just like yeah I, I just i couldn't get on with that film at all really disappointed actually because I, I was hoping it was going to be great but it just there was no fun to be had with it at all i mean i have no interest in it because i'm not interested in the character unfortunately based on batman vs superman when she was a complete non-entity yeah yeah I'm just um, not that interested in her. Um, she did a lot think... better in Justice League, actually. She was, she was, she was. I thought she was quite well handled in um, the Snyder Cut. Um, I saw a scene with her from the Snyder Cut where she kills a bank robber or something. Oh, they, she yeah. just like sm- explodes him through a wall or something. Oh, there's the yeah. There's a there's a scene in the museum, I, th- I think, or something where she's taken on a bunch of. Oh, terrorists. it's a museum. I thought I don't know. I thought it was a bank or something. Oh, okay. Um, no, is it, no. It, that scene is actually because the, there's some cherubic school children all being held hostage. Yeah, basically, no, that's that scene is in the Whedon cut. As and well. then they do this ridiculous shit where she's blocking bullets while walking along on her knees like she's a crab or something. <laughs> it's the dumbest shit I've ever seen in my life that they honestly thought was supposed to look cool. It looks idiotic. And then she explodes him at the end, and I liked that. I liked when she exploded the guy and murdered him. I liked that a lot. Yeah. Well, she. And, and then the little little kid goes, "Can I be like you when I grow up?" And she goes, "You can be anything you want to be because you look like that." <laughs> yeah. Um, Bollocks. I was. I was not particularly offended by that bit. To be honest, there was there was much. Too many other things to be offended by. Um, wasn't wasn't offended. Just thought it was shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is. I mean, you know, as much as I've said that I enjoyed it, that doesn't mean that you know every every scene is worth it, and that I didn't have problems no. with. Um, but, I still prefer something I thought was sincere than something like Thor Ragnarok, though. So yeah, yeah. Well, fair enough. Um, but this is just it's just not worth going to. Um, this one. So, I won't bother then. Yeah, I'll leave it. I'll yeah. continue to not watch it. Well, it's on. Bother then. Oh, well, I'm not gonna. What's well, on then? Oh, on. <laughs> so, forget the Justice League. Forget the Snyderverse. Forget, forget the Snyderverse. Forget everything you ever thought that you knew. Yeah. About fights. <laughs> Re- reframe. Because, yeah. Yeah. Because Warner Brothers, because this is the Warner Brothers special episode sponsored by Warner Brothers. Yeah, thank you, Warner Brothers. By Warner Brothers products. Although they've um, they've taken all of our money now that we shout on uh, Space Jam. Yeah, it's all gone. We got nothing. (laughs) Um, um, (laughs) They were like, we're taking 100% of the profits from your podcast, and me and Ken just kind of smugly looked at each other. Um, Good luck. (laughs) If you you can find any, you can have it. Oh, oh, no. Not our profits from our podcast. Please don't take our nothing. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But no, the ultimate cinematic battle between the two titans, literally, Godzilla versus... Kong. As we alluded to earlier with uh, you know that, that reference to, to us. You know, now, the, the two I was quite happy 
I was quite happy when I saw Godzilla vs. Kong, because uh, I wasn't 100% sure which Kong they meant, but it turns out it was King Kong. Um, <laughs> oh, who, who so did, that was nice. Who did you think they meant? I don't know, I thought it might be Awesome Kong, maybe. Okay. Or like, Donkey Kong. Ki- yeah, King Kong Bundy. Yeah, I got King Kong Bundy, it could have been him. Yeah, yeah could yeah. have been him. That would have been a, that would have been a short fight, I think. Um, I honestly think that King Kong Bundy would have won. Mm-hmm. They, if if they'd made it a cage match, definitely, mm. definitely, yeah. Um, but the cage was uh, an entire city. It turns out. <laughs> but this, I mean, I'm I'm not going to lie to you. I I really love the trailer for this because it was just so dumb. But yeah, I mean, I had no expectations for it coming off of my understanding that King of the Monsters was a piece of diarrhea. So did you um, did you see any of King of the Monsters? Yeah, I did. It sucked. I didn't yeah, like it. I it, mean, there was a few bits of decent spectacle, like when Ghidorah uses his lightning attack and stuff. Yeah, I mean, there but, are there are some. I mean, look, I mean, because we both liked the the trailer for King of the Monsters, so obviously it it yeah. got some visually striking stuff in there. But yeah. it it was just like because I went I went back through them again, obviously before I watched you know that because and, it's you because yeah. it's because it's me again, and yeah. um, Godzilla like the two thousand fourteen Godzilla. Still really holds up. Yeah. I, I, I love that. Yeah, it's film. good. It is, it is fucking fantastic. Yeah, it's, it's great. And actually, yeah, Kong Skull Island actually sits a lot yeah. better with me than it did on the initial viewing. I thought it was just quite average when I when I saw it at the cinema. And going back to it, it's yeah. like actually, do you know what? That is that is quite fun. Uh, to, to be fair, well, the know. thing the thing is, King Kong is just excellent. I love him. See, I've I've never been a huge Kong fan. You know, like, he's a big fucking monkey. What's not to like? Um, but he's not a big lizard, is he? Yeah, but lizards are shit compared to monkeys. Well, apparently not, according to this film. A lizard can yeah, hold but, his like, own. Just, yeah, but King Kong has like empathy, you know? King yeah, Kong but, has, has some humanity about him. Yeah, but Godzilla's Godzilla got any a humanity. fucking... Godzilla just roars at people. Yeah, Godzilla's got his big blue fire. That that smashes empathy. Fuck empathy. Yeah, well, King King Kong's got his big fucking axe, mate. Yeah. Okay, should we, should we, just, should we just talk about it? <laughs> I said ping pong balls, not King Kong's balls. I said big blue axe, not pull me back. <laughs> Bad. <laughs> Real desperate reach there, but you managed to swing it. I have to say, you came around. That was a, that was a swing and a miss. I think you call that yeah. <laughs> in the uh, in the vernacular <laughs> that is used by podcasters everywhere. That was a bit pump. Yeah, but I gave it a shot. I gave it a shot. Yeah, I mean, I, I went into this movie thinking this is going to be shit because of King of the Monsters being shit. Yeah, and I was quite pleasantly surprised to discover that yes, I was right and it was shit, but it was also really entertaining shit. It was it was shit in the best possible sense of the word shit. Yeah, um, it it delivered all of the idiocy that the trailer promised, basically. Yes, that that was it. On the on the back of that trailer, it was one of those ones I went fuck off, but it was fuck <laughs> off like. Oh my god, I'm in for this. Like, uh, you know, it, it's that. It's not that. It's not a fuck off of rage. It's a oh my god, fuck off. How ridiculous is this? Yeah. And that's exactly what it delivered. Yeah, I was, I was really, really pleased with it. Um, it I had a lot of fun. I've been, I've gone back to that final fight lots of times as well. Yeah, yeah. The and but that is, if you if you compare visually, King of the Monsters. And any of the fights yeah. in King of the Monsters with this, and it's like the, it's like the difference between night and day, 
like you can see. Well, and plus it literally does take place at the, in daytime, which is incredibly <laughs> rare for. A, yeah, it's just like, the, like this. they're not actually they're not actually trying to hide anything. You know, it's like you broad daylight. These two guys just like fucking going at it, and that's three guys at the end. Yeah, three guys at the end. Ooh, that's a spoiler, though, Stu. You know, it's in the trailers, so not really. I but I didn't actually notice it in the trailers. Um, and you know, it's that bit where Mechagodzilla comes out, and then that guy points it and goes, "Shit in hell, it's Mechagodzilla." He's like, "How does he know what a Mechagodzilla is?" Because it's obviously what it is. It's a Godzilla made out of robot. <laughs> that was a very pointed bit. Is it in the film when the guy goes, "Oh, it's, oh, it's oh a yeah, it's, it's a, a robot Godzilla. Godzilla." He's like, "No, it's Mechagodzilla." I'm like, "Right, oh, okay." Um, could have done. Without- I just lost it when Mechagodzilla breaks out, looks at the camera, and goes, "Ha ha ha." <laughs> I lost it uh, during the final fight when uh, he's he's sort of beaten Kong and he puts his foot on his chest and just roars at him and Kong just like roars back and it's just, uh, as I said to you, it's just this like, fuck you! And he's going, no, fuck yeah. you! I was like, right, <laughs> yes, I'm absolutely well, so I was not, I was, I mean, I don't, it's, uh, we joke about, oh, who's going to win? I don't really care who wins. It's not, it doesn't really matter, you know? Yeah. I mean, I was happy that they gave Kong a moment of victory at the end when he pulls Mechagodzilla's fucking head off. I loved that so much. Uh-huh. Just pulls his head off, holds it up and just and roars because yeah. he's killed it. I was, I was really into that. I was, that was like, yeah, I was, I was in, and I didn't realise how much... I was into the film until it hit that that final battle. Actually, when I just got, I got really enthusiastic about everything that was going on. It had those those moments that I was just like, "Yes, <laughs> like that, yeah, that's what it I delivered ca- the moments." Yeah. yeah, that's what I came to this for. That's what that's what I put. I, I also appreciated um, Mechagodzilla trying to force Godzilla's jaws open so he could do the same thing right. to Godzilla. What yeah, he did to uh, that. That one the, uh, the, the Muto. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's, yeah. that's right. See, when I saw that, I was like, oh my God, if if you allow him to do this, <laughs> I'm going <laughs> to, I am going to split ass. <laughs> but, and then it, but it was obviously building up to being interrupted by, uh, by Kong. By, by like, Monkey. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And the fact, but the fact that he, he uh, Mechagodzilla is beaten, like you know, Kong's uh, battle axe, which is one of the yeah. is it like a Godzilla spine, essentially. Yeah, which has been energized by yeah, Godzilla's by, atomic by breath charged up by his atomic breath. I'm like, yeah, this is this is peak like shit. I'm like, yeah, this, it's this, utterly daft. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this is absolutely the kind of thing that I could just easily go back to, you know, I, uh, and not but not feel the need uh, to go back. You know, like the like the way with the with the Marvel stuff. Like if I'm watching yes. Infinity War, I'll say, well, you know, I'll I'll make a point of just going through them again because you know they follow on. I don't need I don't feel the need to uh, go through the monster verse each time. I could easily go back to this one just individually and just have a really good time with it. Well, I think the only thing that the only shame is, uh, as alluded to, I mean, I. I think this would have been much cooler in the cinema. Yeah. But I, at the same time, I hate going to the cinema so much now that I'm happy to make that sacrifice. I, As, as far as I know, um, the uh, UK cinemas, if everything goes okay, are planning to reopen on the 21st of May. That's um, my understanding, yes. Yeah, I've looked on the Cineworld website and they actually have this advertised. Oh, uh, nice. And I'm like, okay, if this is, if this is going into IMAX, I will absolutely... 
you know, be go to the IMAX to experience What happens? This. What's going on with your unlimited card, given that the pandemic happened anyway? Um, they're not charging us the whole time that they're closed. Ah, uh, okay, that makes sense. It's just, so it's like basically, uh, you, there's no, they, they were given the option to cancel membership, and I'm like, there's absolutely no point in cancelling a membership if they're, yeah. they're not charging me every month. And it would make yeah. sense that they're not charged. So basically, when they reopen, um, we'll get a free month, I think. Um, so they won't charge us for nice. the first month of being open. I'm like, there is absolutely no reason for me to cancel this, you know, no. because you know, it, and it was this, you know, they were only briefly uh, reopened last year. Um, yeah, I just wish I still liked going, man. I really do. I but, know, I know. It's, yeah. it's your, your, you know, we've talked about this, like the experience that you've had. Is, mm-hmm. is is like so different from the general experience that I've had in the cinemas in terms of the in terms of the audiences and yeah. in, and in terms of how how awful they are I can get to along tolerate with people if they are not in any way required to be quiet yeah because people can't do that mm. like the the, the, the the pandemic like and I'm not blaming the people for this because it's not really their fault. Yeah. But the pandemic has basically shown that a vast swathe of the population honestly couldn't give even remotest shit about other people. Yeah. Um, and that just puts me in despair mode. So uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's yeah, that um, is absolutely fair. But as I say, generally, um, within my local one, that's not the experience I've had. Everybody's actually, yeah. you know, uh. They are appropriate, should we say, um, for, yeah. for for the environment they're in. But that's absolutely not been yours. And actually, if we've ever seen something together, I've noticed that they're they're like that as well. It's just like, yeah, it's, you know what? If this was my, if 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 I was getting this every time I was going, I wouldn't fucking go either. So I totally yeah. I totally appreciate that. The good thing about IMAX is that it drowns all these people out. Anyway, it's just, it's like I've only seen a couple of movies in IMAX, and I enjoyed them enormously. So mm. yeah, yeah, I, I would, I would definitely go. And we have see got one now, there. so yeah. yeah, yeah, of course, yeah, exactly. Um, so I will definitely go and see this in IMAX. Um, it, it maybe was... I'll go. Maybe I'll go when it opens if I can get some mates in. Maybe I'll go IMAX. That'd be fun. Yeah, I, th- I, but I think it will be the kind of thing. Uh, the 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 engagement level will yeah. will will go up uh, quite a few notches in in that sort of environment in that sort of experience. Hello. It was it was built for that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm just like yeah, had a really good time with it. And I, again, you know, much like yourself, coming on the back of King of the Monsters, I was like, I'm 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 gonna like, see this because it's been building up to this. I'm not gonna not see this, but at the same time, I'm like, I've, 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 I've got absolutely no. Um, I get, I get no verve to see it, but I must admit, like coming up to release, like the, my anticipation for it was just like, yeah, actually, I am kind of in the mood for this now. Um, I had no reason yeah. to expect it would deliver, even on the just the base level, but it hits all the base levels. Um, yeah, it's good. Yeah, in terms of pure entertainment, yeah, really, really loved it. Really loved it, and I would definitely watch it again. I'm glad that. It happened that way. To be honest, I'm just I'm just <laughs> glad that, that something good came out of it. Yeah, yeah. Because you know, as much as you say you liked Skull Island, it wasn't exactly promising. No, it, it wasn't amazing. Um, <clears throat> and King of the Monsters even less so. Yeah, yeah. Um, but this has actually been really successful um, within the within the pandemic box office, where you've got like limited seat capacity, a lot of cinemas still shut. It's actually generating a, yeah. a, a really good amount of money, which to me suggests that you know people are 
getting ready to go back to the cinema. You know, there's been this whole thing in the last year about the cinema experience being over. And, ob and obviously the fact that they were they put this out as a streaming thing that you could do at home and in the cinemas at the same time. And people thought, well, if they have the option, they're going to stay at home, aren't they? And a, and a lot of people are still, you know, going to the cinema to see it, which, which is great. I mean, I, I want to see that come back, you know, when it's... When things are ready, I want. Yeah. I, I. I. wouldn't want to ever be without that option. You know. Um, I don't have a strong feeling on it, but I. I get where you're coming from. Well, it's just you know. I. I, I don't know. If you, I, if, you, if you had had a run of positive experiences in the cinema instead of a positive a run of bad experiences, I'm sure you'd be thinking sorry. I'm sure that if different things had happened, then I would feel differently. I yeah, agree. yeah. 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 Uh, but yeah, I. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I wouldn't mind seeing IMAX. IMAX is pretty much the last refuge at this point. Yeah. But, you know, I thought that going and spending, like, 40 quid on a ticket to see Jurassic Park with a fucking live orchestra would make people shut the fuck up, but it didn't, so... That is very true. That is very true. There's, there's nothing is guaranteed. You'd think spending that amount of money to hear a, a live orchestra, people would know to shut the fuck up. Um, yeah. But they didn't. I hope... <laughs> I think that guy is, is still running from me, actually. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I hope he gets Ark of the, I, I hope the Ark of the Covenant opens in his presence and melts him. It was it was funny hearing you talk uh, on the uh, Animani Chat podcast about that, and you. Oh, you, I forgot that. Happened. Yeah, and you said that is the angriest you've ever seen me. It actually was. It actually was because <laughs> I've seen you angry before, but that was the most outward like aggression anger. Yeah, just because you've been angry with me before, but it's sure. kind of a muted anger. Um, it's, it's, that was just like whoa! This wow! Yeah, shut the fuck up, kind of thing. Well, I don't, I don't see you as confrontational. No, not in, and I'm not, and I'm not saying a passive way. I just don't see that you want to instigate confrontation. That I, was just like a big yeah, deal. I, was like, I, I, I typically don't, and even you know when I've had the, those kinds of experiences in the cinema. Yeah, I just say, oh, do you know what? I'll just, I'll, I'll put up with it. You know, I'll, I'll come back to this another time. This experience is ruined. But I think the fact that we had had such a good experience seeing Jaws, yeah, for that to be sullied by this guy, you know, sitting next to us who just kept commenting, and the fact that we paid all this money to do it, uh, and it just it, you, you kept waiting for him to shut up, and you think, oh, now you'll shut up, and then he just keeps saying, I'm just like, it, it just hit a, a peak point with me. I don't know what it was at that particular day, <laughs> but it was just like. Do you know what? I don't need to actually tolerate this anymore. Yeah, <laughs> it just, it's like, ridiculous. Shut the fuck up. And then you know, as soon as the credits hit, he, him, him and his uh, him and his other half just fucking left. I was like, I didn't, I didn't actually <laughs> think. I didn't think I was that intimidating. Um, so so it made me look, it made me feel great. But <laughs> well, I mean, you shouldn't have hit him with your dick. That was where I feel like you went well, too far. It's because I mislaid my uh, Zilla battle axe, and I thought, well, this is pretty. You know, this is pretty close. Yeah, was... and then you, I mean, you had me charge it up. Yeah, that was weird. I I didn't you were like Stu breathe fire on this to charge it up, and I was like, I don't have any fire. And he's like, oh, we'll just suck on it a bit then. Whatever. Right. Well, the weird thing is, I didn't even ask you to do that. Um, but I, rem <laughs> I, I remember you. I remember you telling me like. That's what you heard. Yeah, and I was like, eh, yeah, maybe you know we should probably unpack that later because I I almost certainly did not ask for that. <laughs> yeah, we need we maybe that is a conversation that's been waiting to happen. <laughs> but, but, Stu, why did you suck my dick in a roller hover hall? Yeah, and I was when I was just trying to like tell that guy to shut up and you know just yeah, I, I thought yeah. the two were pretty. I was unrelated. trying to pacify. I was trying to pacify you before it got violent. 
<laughs> Unfortunately, it failed. She didn't let me finish. She just ended up with blue balls and even angrier. Yeah, and it, uh, it's a, but it, but I used it. I mean, the guy didn't. You know, you didn't say a word after that. And then you know, no. he moved country. I heard. <laughs> he, he, he fled the British Isles uh, in, in fear. You know to fuck- escape the mad Scotsman. Yeah, but you know what fucked me off about that whole thing actually more was that. Do you remember that, that person? Like when I when I commented on this on Facebook, that mad woman who said, uh, "Oh my God! Imagine complaining about people making noise. You know, and and you paid all this money to go and see this. Like you're." I would cross the street to avoid you, kind of thing. Like you're, you're the what? Yeah, do you, do you remember? I, rem- I remember that. Yeah, I remember yeah, that. Yeah. I think I might have said something really mean to you. Yeah, you did. You did. And and then obviously it just, you know, just like, oh, block that. This this is not worth. It. This is not a conversation worth having. He just like you're. you're she said something like, "I, I was almost uh, a caricature. That was it. A caricature of an angry Scotsman." I was like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" <laughs> yeah, well, she was she was just a horrible human being on the very yeah, base level, like unable to function yeah. in polite society. Really, I, absolutely, just a really horrible, hate-filled bitch. Right. I hated her, but it and was... I'm glad that she's dead. <laughs> there, you know, just just to be clear, there is actually no evidence to suggest that she is in fact dead. Uh, that was that was just... no, she's she's she is alive. Yeah. Uh, well, we assume. We assume. I haven't spoken. Yeah, well, I, she might be dead. I haven't spoken to Fingers her since. crossed. Weirdly, I've felt no recourse to, to actually speak to her since then. But that was... that was. I got more riled up about that than, you know, the, the incident. Well, to be fair, it was very, very annoying. Mm. Just think- um, let's wrap this up. Let's wrap this up. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, let's wrap up this, this podcast. I feel like my energy levels have been low, and I apologise for that. Okay. Um, what are you going to do about it, though? Uh, going to snort some coke mm-hmm. before we do the next podcast. Before we do episode three, yeah, um, yeah. Oh, actually, yeah. are we are we calling this? You know, because these are just like sort of relatively mini for us. Uh, yeah. You know, like breakdowns of uh, you know what we what we've watched over lockdown. Are we actually categorizing this as uh, what are we up to now? Like episode twenty eight. Or... I have been I have been doing that. Yes. Okay, okay. I feel like it's I feel like it's the honest thing to do. This is this is the side quill of the yeah. <laughs> of the game. No, no, this is the interquill. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. And now I've got now I've got to go. We'll, we'll be with you again soon with another podcast. But now I've got to go back and I've got to edit out the bit where I accidentally said a slur. Okay? Yeah, yeah. So and just uh, and just, just don't uh, don't write in about that. Uh, but yeah, do don't write, write in about my language. Yeah, but do write in about all the stuff that we asked at the beginning, and uh, and yeah. we, and we'll address all these points. Vis a vis, cocks and cum and all that. Yeah, 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 and shitting Shit. and stuff, and and yeah. we'll address this in the next episode. <laughs> yeah, we will. We'll give you an, a, a bodied fluids update, <laughs> and of course, don't forget there's going to be another movie that opens with an ass. Yes, yes. <laughs> like, if you enjoyed that feature, like, stay seated, like, get strapped in, because uh, yeah, get your own ass yeah, down on a chair. Because we, because we got a belt coming next episode, and uh, yeah, and by a belt, I mean, we mean a belt being removed and trousers and and, 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 and and trues and trues far enough. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so yeah, th- thanks, thanks very much for listening, and yeah, uh, yeah see you next time.
see you next time with hopefully me being on better form because Ken was on full form and I let the side down this time and I apologize for that. That's that's okay. We'll just we'll, we'll call this the Ken and some lazy cunt. The Ken and uh, show. You know. Perfect. Yeah. There you go.